Hello, beautiful people. It is Thursday, July 21st, 2022, and this sports show, That's Pretty Poor, starts now. Let's ride. That's right. Let's ride into a sports show both on the internet at youtube.com forward slash the Pat McAfee show and on the radio at Sirius XM channel 82. Mad Dog Sports Radio, first take guy now. Yeah. Uh-huh. He is the face, one of the faces yeah. of first take. He looks handsome. He's crushing it, obviously. And our show uh, is in an interesting spot, just like every other sports show is. Yesterday, there was one game on, and obviously, this guy beat the storm. Yep. Uh-huh. Great hey, game. Hey, way to go to this guy. Big tilt. Last night was SBs, and we'll talk about that a little bit. Not a lot of sports. I mean, there was definitely sports there, but um, I could see, once again, I don't watch a lot of things outside of the sports. I try to keep my blinders on. I know that's not necessarily like the best thing to do, but it's like I feel like my duty, you know, to kind of keep my spirits up, uh, keep the energy up, live in my own little dumb world, and cover what people would expect and hope for us to cover. Now, we've had to chit-chat about a couple other things that have been alarming over the last week, what I've learned about the world and how it operates. I think we all are kind of doing that as we go. But it felt like last night's ESPYs had – you know, some very, very cool moments. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Pat Tillman Award. Pat Tillman, fucking badass. Every time they talk about him, you go back, look back into a story. His book was actually in the book club. I think everybody mm-hmm. talks about how great it is, how big of a, you know, just a champion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Truly. Pat Tillman. So the story of Command Sergeant Major Gretchen Evans last night and her going deaf and getting blown up and leading her crew and her story of her love with her dog, Rusty, and then Aura, I believe, was uh, her first um, uh, service dog that her husband, who's also in the service, is using. So it was, I mean, there was an emotion. It was like actually oh, yeah. emotional mm-hmm. while watching this fucking badass, by yeah. the way. Like, hey. Last person you'd want to fuck with. Oh, yeah. Look like she's maybe this tall. Mm -hmm. Whenever she walked through. Now, there's a lot of athletes which are a little bit taller. But absolute badass. Touching moment. Really. Very much so. Really got me. And, and like, the ESPYs have that, right? There's those moments, those stories that happen. Dickie Dickie Vitale Mm -hmm. talking about the Jimmy V Foundation, how that all came to be. I'm not 100% sure if I I, I liked Dick Vitale as much as I should have, I think. I'm not a big college basketball fan. Would much rather watch NBA guys. If I wanted to see a bunch of dudes miss shots, I'd go down to the YMCA. But I do know that people love college basketball. And in March Madness, I'll gamble on it. We'll all dive mm-hmm. into it. Yeah. But I'm not like a day-to-day, week-to-week college basketball follower. Have no problems with anybody that does, but just not really my thing. I'm more of an NBA fan. So the Dick Vitale world has never really been my, like... Sweet spot. Just like Walton, Bill, like, yeah. like I, I understand, I know of him, but it, I didn't grow up in it. I don't, I didn't. Dick Vitale, what a fucking legend that yeah. guy is! Mm-hmm. After watching last night, and I think there's a lot of people that maybe um, don't love Dick Vitale anymore after however long it is. Uh, I think that was kind of the, a read on the internet. Every time he's on, I, I click on it because I think he's such an interesting character because he's been around for so long. He's high energy. He seems to go unscripted and be able to do whatever he wants and he's been very successful for a long time in his house we saw last night. Really nice. Oh, yeah. Really nice house. He's earned it, by the way. He's absolutely done that. So I think there's a lot of people that get like that. People get like that with me. I completely understand it. But after hearing his story, listening to him talk, his family talk, the way he chit-chat 
chatted about how the Jimmy V Foundation came to be, how much money, $55 million he's raised uh, it, for the Jimmy V Foundation, or $500 million or $300 million mm-hmm. the Jimmy mm-hmm. V Foundation has raised. I mean, it is just the stories. And then uh, at one point, they were telling him to wrap up as he was pouring his heart out after battling a, against cancer, 82 years old, and getting this award that was named in like one of his best friends mm-hmm. who passed away his honor. Like, obviously, anybody... Uh, especially after watching it, everybody kind of expected that to happen. But there was one sorry sap that had to try to tell him, like, hey, wrap it up. Come on, Dickie. And this is where he won me over. He said, they're trying to tell me to wrap it up. I'm going to tell him exactly what uh, my guy Jimmy V told him. Hey, vaffangul, huh? He literally told him, hey, uh-huh. go fuck yourself in mm-hmm. Italian. And I don't think there was one paisan in the truck that knew that that's what he said. <laughs> no. But if you're going to be a guy that's going to give an emotional acceptance speech uh, in honor of your friend, we're going to learn about you. You're going to keep fighting. And then he had his head sewn completely. His head was cut completely open at Mm -hmm. one point, sewed completely back together because of, uh, I think he had lymphoma and some other stuff, and you're back energetic and giving your own thing, and you're telling uh, suits that work at ESPN, Vafungal, I fucking love you. (laughs) So I enjoyed that moment. That got a little bit emotional as well. Um, It was nice to see some people get their accolades for an incredible year, but God damn, the the whole world's... Mm-hmm. Things were just like sports. I learned nice. a lot. Yeah, I yeah. learned a lot about a lot on there. And obviously, I'd heard of everything going on, but the amount of depth that it was dove into, I feel like the ESPYs feel like a, a true responsibility to uh, publicly state exactly where they stand in the biggest moment. Hey, we are going to make sure people know that we are standing for this. We're standing for this. We're standing for this. We're standing for this. We're standing for this. And I can respect that and appreciate that. But that is 100% why there's a lot of people that are just like, I won't watch this anymore, right? Mm Because I actually put a tweet out last night. We watching the ESPYs, question mark? Mm -hmm. Fuck the ESPYs. I hate the ESPYs. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, why are people so against the ESPYs? And I think it's because I haven't watched in a long time. I feel like the ESPYs, uh, are, you know, allowing the voices of the athletes to be heard when it comes to everything happening in the world. And they feel like it's an open forum for that. And I think there's a lot of fans of sports that have their own shit that they're going through on a day-to-day basis. Uh, and sports are an escape for them. And they like, hey, listen, love that we are all trying to make the world a better place, but I can't fucking pay my bill next week. Like, I love that we got this going on, but like my mom and grandma or brother are like going through something super serious. I just got laid off. I just got fired. So I think there is very valid points on both sides of it. But the ESPYs, if anybody thinks it's just going to be sports talk, I don't think that's an accurate depiction of what the ESPYs will ever be. But also, I think sports should remember like a lot of people going through a lot of fucking shit and sports is kind of the celebration and the escape for all that. So, you know, let's find a meeting place in the middle because there is certainly reason to celebrate all the fucking great shit that happened this I, last year in sports. I think it started... I think it started with... Tone Diggs, one half a host. Uh, or one, hammer the hammer. <laughs> How you doing? I think it started with Hollywood, right? Because uh, those award shows turned into this and then maybe it creeped into sports. I don't know who started it first, but... All award shows now are if you win something or you get up on that stage, you 
for some reason, they have to feel like everyone wants to hear their thoughts on every matter that's happening. I mean, listen, we, I, I will speak for me. And once again, the things that are said on this show <laughs> by people in cowboy hats or with mullets sure. or with the Yankees caps or anything else in a, that is that does not reflect the opinion of their employer sure. or their peers. Mm-hmm. Have to remember that. Of course. And to be honest, I don't know how that people even expect that from some people like somebody will work at a network and say something and they'll be like oh so that means this person that was this guy's that, idea yeah. this, this this whole thing i don't even know wouldn't you want a little bit of free speech and there's a lot of people that think exactly we think it's honorable right like i honestly think it's honorable when people go up there and they think that at that moment they're going to change the world yeah Okay, I think it's honorable. Very much so. I think there is good intentions behind those speeches, thinking it is. But I'm not 100% sure anything has ever changed from any award show speech. But people get at least an opportunity to let the world know where they stand, Mm -hmm. which will hopefully maybe lead other people into doing and all that. But I just, I don't, you get an award for entertainment and um, like nobody's entertaining. And then like this thing, it's like it's for sports but also let's change the world while doing it which i can respect i get it that people want to do that but there's i think you're going to continue to kind of push away the people that only want sports Mm -hmm. to be like an escape because once again they got a lot of fucking shit going on in their lives as well that although they care about everything happening in the world i also care about like hey what are we going to eat for dinner tomorrow Mm -hmm. and like this particular sport event is the only thing that I have. I'm not saying that the ESPYs is anything that somebody's just like, this is all I got and it's been ruined. But there's a lot of team support for players and for teams that are up for awards. And if you look on the internet, it's pretty clear. So that's why I think it's so polarizing every single ESPY because there's always going to be good moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that command, ma- mm-hmm. command sergeant major. Yes. Mm-hmm. Gretchen Evans thing was awesome. Yeah, that was. award is always awesome. That Dick uh, Vitale thing, awesome. Mm-hmm. Great speech. Steph Curry did great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty relaxed, pretty comfortable. It took him a little bit, I think, to kind of go into his yeah. groove. But the guy's the greatest basketball shooter of all time, record breaker, has a bunch of cool shit. Uh, he's an executive producer of like five shows. You know, so maybe it took him a, a, like a second or two to get into his comfort zone. I thought he did great. Yeah. Travis Kelsey pseudo hosted that thing yeah. last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Travis Kelsey absolutely crushed it. Um, there's some other moments that people will talk about, like all universally agreed upon being awesome. Yeah. Awards being given out. I, you know, Justin Tucker, awesome. That a kick was up for an SB. Yeah. That doesn't happen often. I was, was pretty nice. pumped for him. Mm-hmm. He looked great too. Good mm-hmm. suit. He was right behind, I believe, Draymond and uh, Mackie, I believe, were doing the podcast there. He yep. was right up on there. A couple good pops, a couple good hellos. Like the Justin Tucker represented for the brand out there. Didn't think he was going to win because it was against <clears throat> Detroit. But, exactly. uh, and yeah. also, uh, delay game probably showing a guy off. But I, I do believe the SBs are forever going to be a massive. Um, polarizing thing strictly because just like sports were there for a bit and sports coverage still is on most of the networks it's like people like to separate sports from sports are the big unifier Mm -hmm. hey not that by the way not trying to win over um anybody or that anything that was happening last night should be um dividing anybody because i think a lot of things that everybody was saying last night is like yeah everybody fucking agrees with what yeah. you're saying but i think what people think about sports is like hey like that has its own thing 
sports should have its own thing. Like when they do an award show, like, okay, let's go through. I'm not saying this is how I feel. I'm just telling you that this is how people feel and they will forever feel. So it will always be a conversation about the ESPYs being a fucking terrible award show right. for sports people because it's not, it doesn't seem like it's strictly for sports people. It's for like the entire world. And that's probably why a lot of people get so pissed off. But I mean, the reactions to my we watching the ESPYs tweet were pretty yeah, a lot yeah. of negatives. I mean, Very I, did not, negative. I, did, I did not expect that at all. I'm like, holy fuck. I normally, I think I normally have a pretty good grasp pretty good feel for how mm-hmm. things are going to go that one i did not expect people to be that like passionate like mm. fuck ds <laughs> it did seem like like five to seven years ago it was kind of it had a little bit more of like a comedy slant to it and like it kind of was just like a straightforward and maybe it's just you know it, it probably like they always have the great moments you know Stuart scott had his a couple years ago robin roberts like they're always going to have that kind of emotional thing that when there's a couple of those like people really enjoy but to your point like if you're looking for an escape last night it, of a three-hour show, like an hour and a half to two hours, that was very heavy. Like, heavy, heavy, heavy stuff. Heavy, heavy, heavy. And again, like the the uh, command sergeant major, like that stuff's heavy, but it's also cool because mm-hmm. you'd never see that. But when you compound that stuff with everything that's going right, on in the go. world too. I, I mean, I, I, I didn't expect us to get into this, but Ukraine was covered. Yep. yep. Which in turn, uh, Klitschko Griner, got an award. Klitschko got an award, mm-hmm. an inspiration award, because yep. he went back, stayed in uh, Kiev. He didn't mm-hmm. have to do it, serve his people. Uh, Brittany Griner, right. Russia, yep. was there. Um, Uvalde was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, LGBTQ, which, by the way, uh, a lot of athletes, very close. Right. I believe there was a lot of women, mm-hmm. uh, progressive uh, women. Um, China. Uh, China was talking. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, not even. Connor was on top of his desk, dude. Fucking celebrating. I wasn't <laughs> excited about it, Tony. No, but I mean, if they were talking fireworks, I'd give him a hat tip for sure. I that that was an interesting one. Mm-hmm. As it happened, and Jonathan Taylor was up for it, breakthrough athlete of the year. So mm-hmm. I have you know an actual horse, a stallion, a stallion in yeah. the race of that one. So I'm happy for him. But as I saw it, I'm like, uh, no chance. And then they said Eileen Gu was up. And I was like, wait, that's the – I had to Google. I had to Google, wait, that is the uh... – skier. Oh, that's the girl from America that chose to ski for China. Yeah, yeah. there it is. What's that about? She didn't win the gold either, I don't think. Mm-hmm. No. Did she medal? I think so. I think okay. believe she did medal. She bring the world together maybe? That's why she got Breakthrough Athlete of the Year? I – I immediately went to the phone, though, and was like, all right, let me check out how Twitter's responding. Yeah. <laughs> let me see how Twitter's responding <laughs> yeah. to this here. That was a fascinating one for me. That was a, that was a, because she's probably an incredible, by the way, probably a great person, but just like the message that everybody be like, this is the message that's being sent that's happening in it. That probably was a little bit of a, a thing on the internet, if I had to guess, and it was. I checked yeah. it out. It was, uh, it got pretty, <laughs> yeah, it got pretty loud on there. Yeah, well, you can chalk that up to Carl Wentz. You know, if the Colts make the playoffs, and Jonathan Taylor's probably going <laughs> to win that award. Unfortunately, yeah, well. they did it, you know. But yeah. they, you know, they shipped her out of town. He'll probably win it next year. How come she didn't compete for us? She's very good, right? I don't know. Sure. Do we have great skiers that she wasn't going to be able to qualify in front she of? She medaled. Lindsay this Vaughn, a, right? She's a, well, she's speed. This is a freestyle. She does uh, she doing oh, the flips, flips and shit. And I think so, yeah. I think. I'm huh. 100% sure. I don't remember. I had to think back to my Winter Olympic brain. Like, oh, yeah, I remember they were in the middle of that industrial park. Yeah, and, with the factories. And that big thing was up there. Oh, yeah, the uh-huh. smoke sacks. Yeah, yeah, smoke sacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to yeah. think back and try to figure yeah. it out. But I think the ESPYs will always be something that happens. Uh, but 
There was literally nothing else going on in sports yesterday, so that helped out. Let's move on. There's some breaking news coming out of the NFL. Ian Rappaport is now reporting that the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray are in conversations to make him the highest-paid player in the history of the NFL. Ooh. So what does that mean? Deshaun Watson had $230 million guarantee with the Cleveland Browns. Ian Rappaport just tweeted moments ago. The Arizona Cardinals and two-time Pro Bowl quarterback Kyler Murray are working to close a monster extension that will make Murray one of... The NFL's ah. highest paid player, sources tell Ian and Tom Pelissero. After an offseason of drama, Murray could be locked in as Arizona's quarterback for years to come. He followed up. Uh, both sides have been working nonstop for weeks and making a push to get it done. That appears to be within reach. Remember, Steve Kime came on this show and said, hey, this isn't the time. Right before the combine is not the time for this type of deal. Okay? We got combine prep. Then we got draft prep. Right. Then we got the draft. Then we got rookie mini camp. Then, then we can maybe yeah. dive into this whole right. thing. Said that pretty openly. And then everybody else was like, hey, it feels like Kyler Murray's going to get a deal done. Maybe July, maybe August, right before training camp. That's when quarterback deals go on. Ian Rapport said the deal is slated to lock up Kyler Murray through 2028, source says. So a five-year deal. Now, will those be voided years at the end of that five-year deal? Will it be a seven-year deal? Will it be an eight-year deal with five? Who knows how that'll pan out? It's one of the NFL's highest-paid players. I apologize for stating that he was going to become the highest NFL player. Um... This was expected. Yeah. yeah. This is great news for the Arizona Cardinals mm -hmm. and for Kyler Murray. Eric Burkhart, the agent of Kyler Murray, who put out a big, long memo on his Twitter saying, these Cardinals are a bunch of bitch-made cats. That's right. <laughs> these motherfuckers ain't paying Kyler. Remember, before Kyler got here, they had Josh Rosen quarterback. Mm -hmm. And before Josh Rosen, you know who they had? No, you don't, because they stunk. They were terrible. They were bad. Kyler got here. They got good. Every other quarterback's getting paid. Pay fucking Kyler. They will not be shit without Kyler. Basically, put that on a tweet, send it out. Two days before, Steve Kime was forced to do an open press conference at the Combine yeah. here in Indianapolis, Indiana. Kind of forcing the Arizona Cardinals' hands. They've been able to make up, obviously. They've been working on this deal. Kyler, is he's shown flashes. Oh, yeah. When he has two-stepped on people, mm -hmm. when he's made throws that nobody else can make, mm -hmm. when he's been on the run to his left, and somehow his rocket arm that he has, he has a fucking cannon. Oh, yeah. He's able to just throw a dart 25, 30 yards back across the field to whoever. They bring in his college roommate and friend in Hollywood, Brown. Mm -hmm. DeAndre Hopkins suspended six games, I believe, yep. mm -hmm. but he'll be able to get there for the back half of the season, which last year he was not there for the back half of the no. season. When the football games mattered, they didn't have the number one weapon. They will have that this year. Good for them. Zach Ertz is still there, yeah, I full believe. season him. Um, J.J. Wide. Wide. Maybe the Cardinals are ready to go. They got the quarterback situation locked up. Good for the Arizona Cardinals and good for the fifth largest city in America. Mm -hmm. Maybe the most beautiful place I've beautiful ever been. City. Absolutely gorgeous. Phoenix, Scottsdale area. That place is oh, fucking awesome. Yeah. Good for Kyler getting to stay there for at least another five years. Yeah, and this probably sets the market for all those other quarterbacks, too, because if he's going to be one of the highest paid, it's probably between 40 and $50 million guaranteed, if we had to guess, just on that, based off the sheet of the other quarterbacks. We have breaking news. They have agreed to a deal. Whoa, oh, wow. So they were in conversations. The Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray have now agreed to terms on his extension, says Ian Rappaport. So Ian Rappaport was scared he was maybe going to get you know scooped by somebody 
somebody else. Mm-hmm. So earlier, he just wanted to say, hey, motherfuckers, I knew. Yeah, it's coming. Hey, I knew. Now, bang, they do get a deal done. Congrats to Arizona. Congrats to Kyler Murray. You are now a very wealthy man. Remember, probably could have done this in another sport as well, baseball, that sure. just throws out guaranteed contracts to everybody. Uh-huh. And he was uh, supposed to be a guy in yeah, baseball. Top 10 pick. Top 10 pick, absolute stud. Would have figured out. We've seen his athleticism. Let's assume that he would have gone on to be a great MLB player. Now he gets wealthy from football, and his team is getting built up around him. The city is coming alive. There's cranes everywhere. Everybody is trying to get to Arizona. Kyler's there for another five years. Cliff Kingsbury just signed an extension. Steve Kime just signed an extension. Looks like the Cardinals are on a hell of a hell of a trajectory right now in the NFC West, which is going to be a problem for years to come. Yeah, absolute dogfight. What what do you expect, at least, for, for this contract? They guaranteed, yeah. yeah. Like five years, 275, and then maybe 40 or 50 guaranteed each year? Uh, probably like 200 million. I was guaranteed. Gonna say, guaranteed. yeah. Because they're not going to give it more than Deshaun. So they had a deadline, and the deadline was today, because today is the day that I guess quarterbacks were going to report or something like that, or yeah. there was going to be a workout of some sort. So Kyler said, Eric Burkhardt, I, I got a tweet. I will put out his agent. You think Kyler's fucking showing up with that new deal? <laughs> Please. Get the fuck out of here. Do you want this to happen or you want to get this deal done? Do you want to just maybe uh, $7 million more million? We get this thing. This tweet, how much is it worth? Kyler's showing up. How much is it worth? Drama going into a season that you cannot add drama to. First season post-COVID, post-restrictions, mm-hmm. post-everything. You got Hollywood. You traded for Hollywood on draft day, and you're not going to have the quarterback there? No way. Let's get this deal done now. And the Arizona Cardinals said, hey, Bob, we've been trying to get this deal done for a long time. That's yeah. Right. Let's go fucking make some magic here. Going to have to win some playoff games. Going to have to win a Mm -hmm. Super Bowl. Obviously, that's a goal for everybody, and that's how fans would judge whether or not this was worth it or not. But I think this is a massive, great move for the Arizona Cardinals because you have no idea what's on the other side of the door. You have no clue what's on the other side of the fence. You can get another Josh Rosen, who is currently working out for the Cleveland Browns. That's right. Go ahead, Tone Diggs. Uh, When you look at, like, you're asking, like, what the guaranteed is going to be. Like, Josh Allen, who just got paid, got $100 guaranteed. Aaron got $100 million guaranteed. And then you double that plus someone on top for Deshaun, $230 million guaranteed. So somewhere in between 100 and 230. Yeah. <laughs> Mulligata, the agent for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Yeah. Like well, Josh Allen gets 100 guaranteed and you get double that? Plus more some, than double. Plus yeah, some. Deshaun's getting more than what you signed for post taxes. Like that. Yeah. First contract ever. Think about that. That's that's an insane thing. And that's where, by the way, I'm happy that a player got that much sure. money guaranteed. Uh-huh. Hopefully it does lift the scale for everybody else. But that's why all the other owners and GMs, either quietly and publicly, were like, what the fuck? What yeah. are you? We've had this thing figured out. We don't give real contracts like everybody else. Got to earn. Now, we give us guaranteed money to let them know, hey, we actually like you, but come on. $230 million guaranteed to that guy in this situation? Fuck off. And Haslam was like, sorry about it. We weren't able to drink beers last year. <laughs> and everybody hates Baker in the building. So we got to move on. So what do you – so Deshaun's 26 and he got 230 fully. Josh Allen's 25. Kyler's 25. Josh Allen got 100. Which one do you think it will look more like? Josh Allen's or Deshaun's or somewhere in the middle? So there's now tweets coming out from Schefter saying it's six years. But if it's a five-year extension, he had one year Correct. left. Yeah, Same that's what thing. Josh Allen's was too. Just different wording happening. Oh, now he's deleted said tweet. Oh. oh. Little scoopage happening right now. That's why Rappaport was like sitting mm-hmm. on it. I'm because ready. Schefter did get the um, Jimmy G 
Niners trade. Yep. scoop yeah. yesterday, which we should dive in. Congrats, uh, Kyler. Got a baby Kyler. Congrats, Cardinals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, excited to see what you got. Congrats, Arizona. Great state. Thank Great you for having me. Uh, Jimmy G has been granted. Oh, wait. We have, we have to got the numbers. So there we here go. We go. Oh, here, we go. here we go. Let's go get it. Uh, Cardinals are giving Kyler Murray a five-year, 230.5. Hilarious. Million-dollar deal. That includes 160. Someone. Million guaranteed per source. It gives Murray the second highest paid quarterback average of 46.1 million a year. Congratulations to Kyler. Wow. Congratulations to the Cardinals. 230 and a half. Mm -hmm. How about Eric Burkhart going? There's no more. (laughs) Come on. 230 is the high. If we don't go higher, guess what? We're terrible people to the rest of the NFL, the rest of the NFL PA. All these other quarterbacks are going, hey, so we can't sign it if it's not more than at least that. Okay, fuck. All right, here you go. Now, how about a fully guaranteed 230.5? Yeah, we ain't doing yeah, that. Come on. We'll give you more than him overall. 160 guaranteed. Good for him. That's life-changing generational wealth. And Kyler has worked his absolute ass off being an athlete for his entire life to get it. My apologies. I was digging into it more. I guess there's a difference between guaranteed at signing and practical guaranteed. Practical guarantee is what they're reporting, the 160. That's Josh Allen got 150. So Okay, so practical guaranteed is like if you play at all for the team, if you do anything, like you're going to get this. If you're on the roster, right, roster bonuses in there as incentives. And practically, you'd assume that that would take place. But the agent's pushing for actual guarantee because injuries can take place. Right. Practically, Mahomes got 140. Dak got 130, Stafford got 130, Aaron got 150. So that's kind of like the goal. And um, Deshaun practically got 230. 230. 230. And actually got 230 million guaranteed. Yeah. So, and he's not, he's, I thought there was a chance that he was going to end up being just like an outlier almost because like all these other guys are, and there's such a gap. But like he's going to just end up being the guy who got ahead of it first because with Kyler doing this, like when Burrow Joe. comes back up, yeah, he'll be what, 200? Herbert. 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 Lamar's yeah. already got an MVP. Yeah. Lamar's already got an MVP. Yeah. Now, he wasn't put in the top 10 in some poll, which Orlovsky was not happy about, and a lot of people weren't. Let's, Let's ride. ride. What a day it is because the Talks to Table has reminded themselves of how great the Let's Ride is every time we start a new hour of sports conversation. There's some breaking news. There's some big conversation. And we will be doing that with the Talks to Table at Ty Schmidt and at Boston Connor. You boys look fantastic. Uh, hey, so thank you, you very much, Chain is shimmering today, huh? What's that? Chain shimmering a little lighter today. Is it? I think it's because the tan that I got. You know, the Ooh, tan yeah. that I got has kind of changed everything. Makes the chain pop. Yeah, and well, not only that. These tank tops are a different color black this week than they were. Oh, I knew it. Got a little bit really? Well, I just it. strictly because of the skin uh, tone mm-hmm. next to it makes it look different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same tank, new look. Different okay. Tank. Same tank, different tone. There it is. Thank you, Tone. <laughs> One half of the hammer. Dad. Cowboys. And uh, joining us now from a hotel in a sailing community, a man who won a college football national champion, a uh, ship, a Super Bowl championship, a Ryder Cup championship. He has survived flying on private planes a couple times now. That's right. Impressive. He's also a pilot somehow. Mm-hmm. COVID survivor, ladies and gentlemen, Aaron James Hawk. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. You got a little portrait mode on Ooh. here. I don't think it's fun. My daughter told me to turn it off. Did you turn it off? Yeah. Oh, wow, geez. It sounds like we're not going to be able to hear you. Do you have it up and down this way? No, I wish. I want to use that. But I don't have a thing for it because I can do that. The audio sounds terrible. I think you got to move to your left. 
My left's over here. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. So, wow. No, no, no it's too not. far left. Don't be dramatic. No, for, for the speakers or for the camera? camera. Everything Both, right here. Yeah. I think everything right here right is, is the spot. Why Do not move. Why is it not okay. falling? Hey, because he turned on the portrait mode. Yeah. Oh, that stinks. It doesn't, I think that is why. I, I think that is why it doesn't follow you anymore, but you look like you're out of a fuck. That looks unbelievable. You look like a... Mo- hey. This is real. You're like 8K right now. You're like the dudes on uh, on the Super Bowl or yeah. that one yeah. camera. Yeah. That's, right. That's what you look like right now. You look good, pal. Can have a good day. Nice. On my end, though, it looks horrendous for some reason on the split screen for FaceTime. So I'm just glad. As long as it's good, we're so good to go. F- Kyler Murray, look at him. What happened? <laughs> oh, yeah. Zito, go ahead. What is that? Why? So the feed we send him, it, it cuts it out. For some reason, the MacBook just cuts it out but you look absolutely amazing yeah you look amazing don't worry about it you look fantastic we're very thankful for you speaking of fantastic let's talk about the fantastic news out of the fifth largest city in america out of phoenix arizona scottsdale most specifically the beautiful relationship between kyler murray and the arizona cardinals has extended for another five years kyler murray who's a quarterback that has led the arizona cardinals back to greatness after a couple years of rough times couple maybe even a decade of rough times had a quarterback named Josh Rosen after one year Cliff Kingsbury becomes the head coach over there and says "Uh, well sorry about Josh who is currently working out for the Cleveland Browns maybe for the backup role get the fuck out of here we're going to draft this guy who could go top 10 in the MLB right now and we're going to make him our franchise player the Arizona Cardinals have only been on a trajectory upward since Kyler Murray has been their starting quarterback investing in the team doing their thing and now they're able to strike a very stable, very large contract with a quarterback and be able to build around him. Cliff Kingsbury hit an extension. Steve Kime hit an extension. Now Kyler Murray gets an extension. They missed DeAndre Hopkins for six games, but it feels like something special is brewing out there. And congrats to all parties involved. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. Well, we know, you know, the GM told us, like, it sounded like something was going to get done. Absolutely. And we knew it had to before camp, but were you surprised at all that the whole contract wasn't guaranteed and just 160 of the 230.5 was? Well, I think the 230.5 was hilarious as I was reading yep. it. That made me laugh. It was like that was obviously a sticking point and in the conversation, and that is just out of a movie. You know, it feels like that's out of a, out of a movie. <laughs> but I think with the reaction of everybody, this would have been the time for quarterbacks to attempt – to get all guaranteed contracts because Deshaun Watson and David Mulligator were able to do it. But I just assumed that the card. <laughs> I mean, I got it's a, we're on a, it's like everything is being held together by like, it's, it's all about to fall is what I'm saying. Anxiety at an all time oh, yeah. high. You Let's seem go. very comfortable. You seem very comfortable. When that fell, your face didn't th- say like, well, that was only well, a matter of time. Basically is what you said. My iPad. My iPad is on the verge. It's sitting on top of a pillow. I've been trying to get this hype situation. But yeah, continue. I'm sorry, Kyler Murray. No, no, you're okay. Like, I, by the way, I, as somebody who has had to do shows from <laughs> hotels, I can understand the real struggle of not getting the thing to stay up at the right uh-huh. angle. And if you have different heights of things, you know, like maybe there'll be a Bible there. You can put that thing up on top of a desk, maybe a chair. You can always do work. So I appreciate the struggle. But also, how is vacation going? Pretty good? You guys having a good time? Better shitting any more boats or anything like that? We have not been on any more sailboats to uh, to let my kids take dumps in their little toilets. But it's been good, man. It's been fun. But this place, like, flooded last night after the show. There's a part downtown where you go where my kids were walking. Yeah. My kids were walking and during the show and they got stuck somewhere in a downtown area and the water was legit waist high like up 
as better than them said it was past their dawn. Like, that's how, <laughs> that's awesome. how old's better? Six. Six year old describing things uh, past uh, his past dawn. Yeah. Vetter has shit in a sailboat. He has experienced floods past his dawn. Uh-huh. And he drank beer. What? More specifically, Budweiser. What? Uh, at a Lord Stanley Cup last week. Vetter might be a 45 year old man next year, but I, uh, getting back to that, uh, by the way, we hope you're having a good time. It yeah. sounds, yeah. there's always something, by the way, with the Hawks. Good luck. <laughs> when the Hawks are on the road, it's, it's always fun, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Four kids traveling, doing your thing. The family's awesome. We appreciate you. I'd assume that um, Burkhart, Eric Burkhart, who's Kyler Murray's agent, who basically pushed the envelope with this with a tweet memo talking about how the fucking Cardinals need to pay Kyler. Basically. This was two days before Steve Kime was scheduled to speak at the Combine here in Indianapolis in March or whatever the fuck that is. I think it's in March. So then Steve Kime, Eric Burkhart, Cliff Kingsbury were all questioned about this extension. Boom, boom, boom. Cliff and Kime both said that this is combine time, then we got fucking draft time, then we got OTA time. We'll do this later. Send it to everybody that would listen. I assume there were some text messages, though, that were setting the table for negotiations, which they said the last couple of weeks they've been hammering it. And although this would be the time that people and quarterbacks and agents could try to capitalize on the Haslam-Deshaun Watson deal with 230 being guaranteed, which is something that NFL players have been seeking since the beginning of the NFL. We see every other league that does worse ratings than us, that is much smaller than us, and they're getting guaranteed contracts, and their contracts seem to be vastly different than NFL contracts, which are the biggest show in time. Oh, yeah. In every time. So that's how players feel. So when the $230 million fully guaranteed deal happens, it's the biggest contract and it's the most guaranteed contract. I think every player, every agent was like, all right, now's our time to go. Now's our time to go. We heard the Ravens ownership come out and be like, nah, uh, don't think so. <laughs> Bengals ownership, who is now has $500 million in repairs needed for Paul Brown Stadium, is thinking about getting a uh, sponsor for the stadium. They're also building an indoor facility. Let's go, Bengals. Hey, this is awesome. See? They also came out because Joey Burrow is going to be up. He's already made it to a Super Bowl. They're like, nah, let's not think that's going Easy. to happen. Oh, no. So I wonder how much of the, you know, the base conversation before the negotiation was Eric Burkhart telling Steve Kime and the Cardinals, hey, this, this is just where we're at. This is not our fault. This is not your fault. This is just the new way of doing business here in the NFL. They did that in probably one word answers from nope. Nope, we ain't doing it. That, like This is a pretty big deal because now we know what Lamar's deal is going to look like. Now we know what Joey Burrow's deal is going to look like. Now, we're gonna, now we know what Herbert's deal is going to look like. Unless Mulligata comes back and gets a 230 yep. and a half, mm-hmm. 240 guaranteed deal, it feels like the deals will get to that point at some point, but not just yet, AJ. Not just yet. Yeah, so this had to be – like this is a big precedent, right, for the, the teams now, like the Bengals, Ravens. Had to be very excited. I wonder if they had any communication with the Cardinals. Like, hey, man, like, whatever you do, do not guarantee this dude's whole contract. Because we don't want to have to guarantee our guy's contract. Imagine handwritten letters. Uh-huh. Handwritten letters. <laughs> Dearest Steve Kime, <laughs> my name is Bashadi or whatever, owner of the Ravens. 
I've been watching you from afar for so long. Mm. The way that big, bald-ass head glimmers in the desert in the team that you've been able to create is nothing short of spectacular and great for the NFL. I, for one, and I'm not the only one, and there's many other owners that speak up very highly about you being a general manager in our NFL. Yeah. What a joy for us to have you as a general manager in our league. And we will take care of you forever because of how good of a job you've done and the way you carried yourself. Your friend, Bishotti. P.S. We take back every good thing we have ever said about you if you fucking give another fully guaranteed contract like that scumbag Jimmy Haslam and fucking Andrew Barry did in Cleveland. And then what is it? P.S.S.? Yep. Mm -hmm. Fuck you if you do that. P.S.S.S.S.S.? You can't fucking wait. Mail it out there. Yep. Like, are they even allowed to do that, or is that not? Would that not be collusion? Is that collusion? Yeah, collusion yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, could the could there be a call? No, but you could. They could send. You know, they could communicate without saying it, though. Like, hey, has, oh, you're working on uh, that Kyler deal? Okay, cool. Yeah, we're not gonna. Uh, what do you think? Maybe like sixty percent of a guaranteed, seventy percent, not a hundred, right? Okay, here we go. I mean, no more groundbreaking deals, right? Okay. We're not. Hey. It's a big deal, though. No more it NBA deal. deals. Yeah. No more NBA deals, right? No more MLB deals, mm -hmm. right? That in the conversation. Cheers. Hey, here's hey, Steve. Yeah, hey, love hey, you. Hey, we're doing that anymore. 230 was fucking crazy. Huge deal, dude. Here's the numbers on the deal. He's getting a lot of fucking money. Mm -hmm. 230 million guaranteed is a lot of fucking money. Kyle I mean, Murray, though, hold on. I'll let you get to it. I mean, the fact that it wasn't 230.5 guaranteed, because if he did that, then everybody else is screwed that has to oh, pay. Yeah. One million percent. Yeah, this mm -hmm. was a precedent setter for everybody else. It's going to get to 230 million guaranteed again, but it's going to take a little bit, a couple years. Uh, Tom Pelissero is reporting that Kyler Murray's five-year, $230.5 million extension with the Cardinals will pay him $30 million in the first year, so that's signing bonus in year one salary. Probably cash over cap. Let's go. $29 million signing bonus. Yep. $1 million salary mm -hmm. uh, this particular year. Then that's 29 will spread out over the five years. So that'll be like six million. So he'll have like a seven million dollar cap hit if we're doing the mm -hmm. math uh quickly, properly, and not 100 percent sure. 69 million over the first two years. So he's making 39 year two and 106.15 million over the first three years of this deal. Strong cash flow on a deal negotiated by Eric Burkhardt nice. of Rock Nation Sports. Hell yeah. yeah. Throw up the rock. Uh, Eric Burkhart getting this deal done. I do appreciate the fact that the agents understand that how good they are at negotiating is certainly their worth in the world that they work in. So Eric Burkhart wanting the numbers to get out. Hey, this is what we got. This is what we did. I would like a little bit of credit for that because that is a lot of fucking money over the next three years. It ain't 230 million guaranteed, though. How the no. fuck did they get that done, you think? Uh, and the guy that they paid had all these allegations against him, too. So it's like, what are we doing here? Like, how? I don't know. I, I, I can't wait to watch that documentary, as you like to say, like in five, ten years from now. Let's see the documentary of all the front office people and the agents involved <laughs> in doing that. Mulligata. It was pretty simple. I'm just laying out <laughs> yeah. how it happens. They're desperate. They were desperate. The Browns are desperate. And they might have just Falcons were desperate too. They were in a conversation. Mm -hmm. I mean, it felt like any team that was getting in. Apparently, that, not desperate enough to guarantee two hundred thirty million. Well, and then because I assume the Falcons, if they would have done that, he'd be a Falcon. Oh yeah, one thousand uh -huh. yeah. percent. And blank was like, I'm not going to be the one that's can't do that. 
Hey, Jimmy you, Haslam will do it though. Jimmy has Jimmy Haslam, by the way, has enough money to do it because you have to put that two hundred thirty million in escrow, mm-hmm. right? So that thing just goes mm-hmm. into a fund that I'd assume they're able to. Well, they're getting some points on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume the interest. NFL in. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. assume they're able to invest and oh, utilize, yeah. but it just has to be present at any point, mm-hmm. and then. That, not every owner has the capability of doing that, I guess, is what we've been told, right? And that what we've been told? Definitely not. Definitely not. If, you're, if your money is from your team and not from, hey, I was a billionaire businessman and I bought this team, I think it's much harder on those people. Yeah, and that's the separation of the cash over cap teams versus mm-hmm. other cash strap teams, you know, because a lot of people are billionaires, which, hey, rich motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. Wealthy motherfuckers. Yeah. Yes. But a lot of it's fugues, too, because mm-hmm. a lot of it's an asset. So, like, yes, it is technically property and value of the person, but it's going to be impossible to give that Beatles drum set as compensation in an <laughs> NFL. You know, so, like, the way in stocks and investments and you all you got to be liquid. Yeah. you got to have that money liquid. Yeah, that's got to be before you invested or spend it on something that you still own that is definitely a part of your value, but not nearly able to be used as actual compensation in the NFL. That's why that Walton family getting involved mm-hmm. yeah. in the Cronky with the Rams. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're shitting out cash. Here Huge. we go. Uh, Rob Walton going to the Broncos. Hey, we're shitting out mm-hmm. cash. Here we go. Uh, Tepper down there yep. in Carolina. Well, I just got the runs and it happens to be cash. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just throwing it everywhere. It's like the wealthy owners are the ones that are able to make these types of plays. And good for, mm-hmm. I guess, Bidwell we got to add in there, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. 100 and some million guaranteed over the next... He's got to put $160 million into a thing, right? Yeah. yeah. As, as, as long as Andrew Brandt explained it to us right, yeah, you have to put it in escrow. Who hold, I guess the NFL's the escrow NFL? account? So he's got to have $130 million, right? Because first year is 30 Yeah. So it would be 29 on signing day. That money's gone. If it's 29 we don't know what it is. If it's 29 assume it. We assume it's 29 That money's gone. So then the $1 million salary is coming this year. So then $130 million would then have to be put into yep. escrow. Yeah. An old cousin that flew the plane to Wisconsin to pick up J.J. Watt right. has changed, uh, I guess, uh, the way that team has operated since his dad had passed away. Rest in peace. He's kind of doing things differently. Mm-hmm. He's got the money to put it up in. Good for him. Good for the Cardinals. Good for Kyler Murray, man. He should be pumped, even though it wasn't as much as Deshaun Watson guy. Do you think there's any thought from the Browns and Deshaun Watson? Like, hey, there's two young quarterbacks in our division. Like, we kind of almost put those teams in a spot if we do give Deshaun Watson. Oh, chess. That would be close to next level. Yeah. Hey, that'd be taking those hallucinogens and staring at the ceiling and then going Mm -hmm. and winning chess tournaments. (laughs) That's what that would be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's look at all these broke motherfuckers in our division, right? Got a bunch of broke motherfuckers. Well, they're rich. They own a team, but these fuckers can't hang with us. Not like me. All right. In the division, we will set the new standard on what's guaranteed. And we will also float out to their agents. This is what the guys deserve, isn't yeah. it? I mean, this is what I, if Lamar, if we would have an opportunity in Lamar, that's 300 probably. At yeah. least. 300. That's what he deserves. And there's owners out there that have it. Go ahead. Hey, Joey Burrow. Oh, they got 500 million in repairs. They're building an indoor facility. You deserve at least. What, 300, 400 million Took guaranteed? him to a Super Bowl. There's, there's owners out there. There's owners out there that you can go, yeah. what if that is a next level chess play to fucking, that's playing on like psycho, uh, um, oh. uh, psychedelics? No. Hmm. Like, uh, 
You're playing on like uh, emotions there. Like oh. that's like a next level emotion play. That oh, you're psychological. Getting. Yeah, it's like a psychological play against yeah. your own because you're trying to get the quarterback of another team that's very good to get pissed off at their place so that they will leave. That's a that's like three steps ahead psychological play right there. Boy. If that is what fucking Haslam is doing. Well, and Andrew Barry giving Jimmy Haslam a lot of guy. credit. He drafted Johnny Manziel after a homeless man told him to. So, but Andrew Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Barry might know. Andrew Barry, yeah. Harvard quarterback. Very, very intelligent. All right, so think about this. He goes to the dry erase board, has him sitting down. Haslam's like, give me all your ideas, please. I need, yeah. I need two Ivy League people here. I, uh, I need more, more brains around me. And Andrew Barry's like, all right, so this is the move. It's going to cost you a lot up front, but sustained success here. Think about this it. This is what we're thinking. <laughs> Boom, pisses off. Boom. They leave, they leave. They got rookie quarterbacks for the next 15 years. They could never afford <laughs> what we have. If we do this, eh, we're, they're going to come after us. Hey, it's going to be bad PR. Press conference is going to be awkward. Mm -hmm. There's going to be some public statements from other owners. They're not going to be happy. Mm -hmm. But what we're paying for in the front, we are getting massive, massive return on the back end playing a bunch of fucking nobody. So you tell me, Jim, is that what we want to do or not? Jimmy has like, fuck, you're right. Actually, yeah. add 10 more million onto the guarantee to him. Fuck these guys. I'm going right. to get out of here. Weather the storm. Everyone hates my guts already. Who cares? Yes. I don't care if they continue to. The Bengals one, like, that legitimately does make sense. Like, hey, these guys are fucking uh -huh. cheapskates, okay? If we jump this up big time, there's no way they're going to be able to do that for Joe Burrow. They just went to a Super Bowl. Get his ass out of the division. Let's do that right now. Wow. AJ, think of if that is, that was all. This is a, I'm kind of mentally fucked, but I guess this is how conspiracies are begun, right? Mm -hmm. Something that could potentially happen, but you're putting a lot of respect on somebody's brain to come up with that third, fourth level of thinking. You know what I mean, AJ? Harvard brain. Yeah. I mean, even if the Browns, even if that wasn't their plan to start with, why not jump on the bandwagon now after they see this clip? I would. Jimmy has them going. We, yeah, we knew. Yeah, that's exactly what we did. I mean, owners can play in the games too, you know, and that's kind of that's what I'm proving. You don't just pay, you know, players. You actually uh, showcase that the, is though an advantage. That's, that's an advantage. Football. That's an advantage for football. Let's manipulate every other team's roster by what we do and how we pay certain oh, yeah. superstars. Hey, maybe that maybe you're onto something. Hey, it's a real advantage. Walton, Cronky, Tepper, I guess Haslam's got fucking yeah. cake. Yeah. The super rich owners. Now this would be in the one per club meeting where right war would take place. Oh, yeah. I mean it yeah. would be a full because they the NFL owners have always operated like this. Always. Everything. Unified. Hundred percent vote on every decision that is made from the nfl the owners and like sorry like one per the bears might be out or uh like one other owner and they're like well he's always against the group everybody else is it's a hundred percent unity in every decision that is made and then there's stories that come out from the one per club meeting where people are like actually ready to kill somebody and it's like that's why they've been able to do such good business for so long but these new owners coming in with more cake than everybody else yeah. and if your team stinks and you can see like an obvious, you know, hey, it seems like there's a little bit of a uh, move to the top quickly. What is that? Well, we just kind of fucking dunk on everybody with our money. Yeah. And then there's only us that have money that get the good quarterbacks. Nobody else really gets them. It's like, holy shit. 
That could happen. Yeah, and from the player's perspective, like the amount of young QBs in the AFC versus the amount of young, good QBs in the NFC is pretty drastic. There's like eight or nine guys in the AFC, and there's like two or three. I mean, that's not including like Rodgers and Brady and Stafford and the older guys, but just looking at like a contract that might be six years or seven or eight years that some of the young guys are signing, you might be even more inclined to go to the NFC. Hey, we're going to find out which owner's got it, AJ, right? And it's going to directly affect a lot of things, I think. I know. It, it, who is it? The uh, the Walton people are the new Broncos owner. Yeah, yeah. Bob. Let's see what I would imagine they will be very aggressive in trying to win football games. Yeah, I'd assume yeah. Say, oh, Russell Wilson's already there, but Russell Wilson would have been on a plane there as soon as he gets uh-huh. yeah. right. Hey, new deal too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to make another video in bed with Sierra or whatever? <laughs> Go Hawks, let's ride or whatever. Hey, Russ did a good job last night. Him and Sierra presenting award. Oh, they presented the word. I saw the only person I saw was the uh, the Hamaconda. Honestly, I turned it on, saw him yeah. talking about Dickie V, Jimmy Valvano. That was that was awesome. So that was a great moment, unbelievable moment. How mm-hmm. about him to to the fucking uh, producers? That was awesome. Yeah, and no, I, so they have to bleep that, right? See, I don't know. That's not Italian TV. I don't know. No, but I think you. Like, what I'm wondering mean? if anybody there didn't. I don't think anybody in the back knew. Somebody knew, right? Somebody had, had to. to have known. Mm-hmm. So Something happened before. They're supposed to because it's cable. But if you don't, it only really comes down to if your sponsors care. Well, I'm happy that they didn't. Yeah. I'm happy that they let that thing fly because I had massive, more respect for Vitel. Obviously, I think everybody after seeing a full piece about him and everything he's been through. They had his head cut open, AJ. His head was like sliced open. I had no idea that was happening. He's doing pretty damn good for what he's been through. It's crazy. Did you know he's blind in one eye? No. I had no mm-hmm. idea he was like half blind in one eye, stabbed by a pencil when he was a kid. And his mom... Oh, jeez. Yeah, and his mom said, big deal. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. His mom was like, who cares? Like, let's go. Like, he, he mentioned his mom, how motivating she was and how he thought about her whenever he was battling his cancer and his lymphoma and everything. It was like... Fucking hey, I got nothing but love for this guy, and his house was nice. Hey, oh, yeah. he's worked his ass off for him. Uh-huh. He had a nice house, nice yeah. house. Gave he- a shout out to the doctor who worked on his vocal cords. Like that <laughs> dude worked on Lionel Richie and Adele and all these other people. Like it's pretty incredible. I bet that guy's got some stories. I would assume, and he yeah. saved a lot of uh, you know ears and everything. Like what's that, AJ? You, 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 Why does that guy have some stories? Some legends on there, Adele. He's worked with a lot of people. Yeah. Man. Some, of gra- some of the greatest vocal chords yeah, in Lando the history Ritchie. of vocal chords. Yeah, all night Freddie long. Mercury? Who else? Oh, Freddie Mercury could. Hey. He could, he could yeah, he's it. a dog. Yeah. What was that? What was that? You talk about performer. That stage presence yeah. is off the charts. What's that, pal? Freddie Mercury's? Freddie Mercury's stage presence is yeah, like all time. He's the apex of yeah. what you want to be. I, I concur. Mick Jagger is another one that people always talk about. Like, I still got it. Mm hmm. That Bohemian Rhapsody, I mean, obviously I knew the song, mm-hmm. but I didn't know the world well enough to know, like, what, like, that thing. That fucking festival. Yeah. Wembley. That shot they had. It looked like that one to DMX, where DMX came out, yes. and it yes. looked like literally the entire world was, yeah. Stop! Drop! Shut it out! Is that a fucking performance for 40 billion people? Yeah. <laughs> what a moment there. That crowd control had to feel so cool. There for Freddie Mercury, what a moment, man! When he was holding the, he had like the half mic, half oh, mic stand oh, too yeah. that he figured. Like, I wonder how much of his performance was kind of like thought through beforehand, and how much is just instincts and feeling. Feel, he's, I think he's feeling. Right? Showman, yeah. yeah. But they also though, I watched the thing. Don't they talk about it in that in that movie? Like those dudes were super tight and had everything rehearsed yeah. perfectly. Like their timing was down pat. It looks like they're just 
willy-nilly, hey, we're just having fun. But they like they were super detailed, I guess, in how they play everything. So I don't wanna I don't wanna like get off topic too much here, but when Jeremy Piven told us that the Ari Gold character was script, like word for word on the script, that surprised me. Mind blown. Like, they kind of what you're just talking yeah. about there with um yeah. Uh, obviously, Freddie and how they operated, you're, you're, they're diligent like that. Did you? I still don't know. Do you believe Doug it? Allen wrote it? Yeah, a lot of people, different, a lot of different people wrote it, but I, I had no idea either. I mean, watching it, you just assume that it's, a, a lot of it is ad lib or that he well, was hey, going multiple times. Now, so is that the greatest acting in the history of acting, then? Pretty good acting, but very, very good writing. Think about it. Well, yeah, very good writing. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. What's that, AJ? Some of the things that they said and did, like they even have said, it makes them, it's, they're uncomfortable now. They wouldn't have put that in the script back then. So that's also for Piven, wow. too. Like he doesn't, you don't want to be ad libbing stuff that you can get canceled for. That's a lot of shows. You're not too, thinking though. that in the not time, though. Are you, the, yeah. are you a better actor if you ad lib or just follow the script the whole way? I think if you follow the script the whole way and it looks like you're ad libbing, you're a great actor. Mm -hmm. And I think if you're ad libbing the whole thing, I think you're a great actor. I think there's a, probably a lot of ways to go about improv. It. It's yeah. kind of different. Yeah, I think ad libbing is more kind of like comedy related. Mm -hmm. Like people who are like the ground who like comedic actors can ad lib a lot better than someone who's like mostly a dramatic Steve actor. Carell. Yeah, like The Office, a lot of the lines that they do, like, if people yeah, bring, made up. Yeah, they'll change the line just a little bit with their own spirit. And also, people not knowing in a comedy setting what's coming, Yeah, much yeah. better for everybody, mm -hmm. you know? Much, much better for everybody, I'd assume. Hey, that's why... Hey, Miles was fucking good, dude. Oh, yeah. Hey, Miles Teller was oh, good. Rooster? In that offer... Well, Rooster, yeah, but mm -hmm. the offer... offer. Mm -hmm. Like, that was... Yeah. I felt like he was the guy. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. um... Uh... What's his name? Bob Evans. Oh. <laughs> that guy's great. Who is that? That's Matthew Good, an English guy too. If you listen to him really talk, it's he he nailed it. I haven't I haven't the amount of speaking to direct laugh ratio for me for a character has been since Ari, I think, for the Bob Evans. Everything that Bob Evans guys, hey, come on. <laughs> like, it just, everything was so dramatic and ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like, I laughed every time that person, even when he was going through some terrible shit. Yeah. The way he went about saying it was like hilarious. I guess that's how the guys, anyways, let's get back to it. Hey, good for Kyler Murray. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dan Orlovsky was supposed to join us, but I guess he's got terrible internet service. Okay. I guess he has just terrible internet oh, service, no. so they've been battling uh, in my right ear for some time here as we're just talking about nonsense, trying to figure mm -hmm. it out. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, the face of uh, ESPN coming into Dan Orlovsky. Dan. Why is he outside? Go in your house. Dan, you look like <laughs> Daniel Jones at that uh, cornhole league. Yeah. <laughs> you look like Madden Dan Orlovsky. Dan, you look like you're a caricature right now. What's going on? What are you doing? Hey, let me let me let me fix this situation. Let me fix it's this been thing. happening for eight minutes in yeah. my ear. I, I've literally been hearing it. What has been going on? Are you where are you at? I am uh, in, right, right near my house. Go inside. This guy, he, he's in a flooded city. Two doors down. Look at him. He looks like he's on an 8K camera. Jesus. Dan, I saw. Are you outside? AJ looks. AJ looks great. He looks great for. You look 30 years old. Who? Oh. Thank you. He dies. He looks Thank really you, Dan. You look 25. He looks, he looks Thank 90. You. Uh, yeah. I was going to say, Dan, the, the, hey, we should call him back. Dan, we should call you back for the good of you because AJ's looking real good right now. Yeah. I'm in like the best shape I've been in. He some... looks great. We should call Dan back. You Let's look great, th bud. I'm proud of you guys. You Dan, look great. Thank also, you. AJ. Proud of you, Dan. Dan, you look like you're in 420. Dan, you're in 420. Dan, you're in 420. Jeez. 
day. Kyler Murray got paid. We're back. We're back. That's right. That a baby AJ right on time, live from a state that just flooded yesterday. He's a college football national champion, a Super Bowl champion. He's an 8K today. He looks fantastic. Uh, the face of Ohio, not in Ohio, AJ Hawk. Uh, the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Nice job, AJ. A man who drives a golf ball 400 yards. Dan Orlovsky was about to compliment you on that, by the way. Did you uh, hear that as his terrible service was kind of breaking up? No. He, where do you see me hit a golf ball? All right. Uh, talk to the table Jesus. is here at Ty Schmidt at Boston. Does Con- Dane have the internet other than football? <laughs> True. We don't know. He is blinders on. I thought his whole I thought his timeline is just football, football, football. Well, it might be, but. They didn't put you on him. He didn't put him on NBC. No, he didn't put him on NBC. What's that all about? Why do you think they didn't put you on the, uh, the coverage of NBC? For what? For the American Century Championship. Oh, I don't. Did they not put it on NBC? What was the little clip? What's the close to the pin thing? Oh, yeah, they did put that on NBC. Yeah, that's right. That is what he saw. That is exactly what he said. Uh, it's hard to imagine this guy getting a club around his body. body. <laughs> intimidating force. An intimidating force. Did you change your costume that day? No, that was Friday. That's what I wore the whole day. You looked awesome. Yeah, the shades, I think, though, were a touch because you never wore those during any of the three rounds we played. I can't golf with sunglasses. I don't yeah, know. me neither. Oh, really? I, I need to see I that thing. My fault. I can't drive with them. They definitely fly off my face if I try to drive with them. I was uh, hitting a wedge there. Yeah, because you're so violent. Wedge yeah. uh, 160? Se- 163 was the... Uh, yeah, what policy. was 17? Is it 163? Yeah. Wedge. Uh, it was different that day. No. Is it- that P S? Attack, which one? It's 50, 54, it's a sandwich. Sandwich 56, I think, right? Or is it 54, 56? Mine is, I, all I have is 54, 60. I don't have anything else. And you hit that thing anywhere from 120 yards to 220 yards? No, my wedges don't go that far, but out there I could hit it. 160. You know, this guy. I can oh, hit 160 I've never probably. hit it straight. Do you know what a normal human hits a fucking wedge? It sounds like you have no idea. Is everything okay that. in the back? You just, is something all right? What? No, I was looking to... Colin Cowherd, the TV was on mute. Someone had it on it. I was just seeing if they were rank- there was rankings. I was wondering if there was more rankings going on. What are they ranking? What are they ranking right now? Top ten quarterbacks according to Colin. Oh, oh. fuck! Let's do this live. Which one? Where are they right now? Where, what number and who is it? Well, they have the top ten out there. You know, you guys know the top ten, I assume. Do we? No, do we? Go ahead. No. Okay, number one, Patty Mahomes. Hey, that baby, okay. Patrick! Congratulations. Patrick. Patrick. Now, Chris Sims is on the screen, so I can't see the list, but I know number two. I don't even remember number two now. I don't know. <laughs> That's all we got. What's this all about? Come on, AJ. Chris Sims. Now they're talking to Chris Sims. They took the list off. So is that Chris Sims' list or Colin Cowherd's list? It says according to Colin, but I think he's interviewing Chris, so he's throwing to him. Can we talk about Chris Sims real quick? Uh, son of Phil Sims, mm-hmm. former quarterback for the Bucks and some other teams, backup quarterback. Yep. Used to be with Bleacher Report. Now he's with NBC, uh, Football Night in America. He he called what he, he called as uh, doofuses or clowns yeah, or something. goofball something like something that, like that at one point. So we had a he, I don't think he said bugle boys uh, somebody else did, man. but he said something and we had a fake you know beef with him for about a week and a half two weeks. But other than that, I think when he does quarterback rankings, the com- common conversation around media when Chris Sims releases his quarterback rankings, is everybody talking about how accurate he normally is with his quarterback rankings? I think he's got a couple wrong. I think he, I don't think he liked Josh Rosen at all. I, I think there's no. like a couple that he is. But I think Chris Sims's ranking of quarterbacks is one that people actually take pretty serious. Zito has the list here. Is this Chris Sims's list or Colin Cowherd's? Oh, this is Colin's list. Okay, perfect. Colin Cowherd's top 10. Patrick Mahomes, number one. 
Josh Allen, number two. He's a lot of people's favorite for the MVP, Josh Allen, because he hasn't won. And the Buffalo Bills have an axe to grind with how the season ended last year. Tom Brady, number three quarterback in the NFL. Number four, Aaron Rodgers. Let's ride to number five, Russell Wilson. Matthew Stafford at six. Joe Burrow at seven. Herbert at eight. Kyler Murray, nine. Derek Carr, ten. So he was trying to indicate where he thought Kyler was was after the Kyler deal uh, was announced of him getting $230.5 million total contract with $160 million guaranteed of that. Uh, There is reports coming out now from Pro Football Talks' Mike Florio that the owner not having enough money to guarantee more money, which is what we started chatting about with potentially Haslam doing to the Bengals who have Burrow and Bashadi who has uh, Lamar Jackson. He's basically saying that the owners for the Cardinals, the Bidwell family, might not have had enough money to put into escrow that you have to hold whenever you guarantee a ca- uh, a deal. So when Deshaun Watson got $230 million guaranteed, I forget how much, maybe whatever it was the first year, the rest of the money has to go in. It has to be cash, has to be liquid, have to have it so that Deshaun knows he's getting it, the NFL knows you're giving it, and there's no fuckery. Now, I believe they still invest that money, and it's still making money, and they're getting points off of that money, but it has to go into escrow. So this is why the richer owners have an absolute advantage in a cash over cap where you can sign uh, a signing deal can be huge and you can prorate that over the entirety of the contract so that your salary cap hit each year is much less than what it could be in the old school traditional way of setting up a contract florio's uh, saying that maybe that was a part of this whole thing and maybe it was and it goes even more so to our point that go back to colin coward's top 10 there so if you go off of Colin Cowherd's top 10, which is pretty similar to a lot of people's top 10, you got Kyler at nine, Burrow above him, mm-hmm. Herbert above him. He doesn't have Lamar Jackson on there, but Lamar Jackson up for a deal. How will the guaranteed cash flow thing come into play with these next contracts for these quarterbacks? And will it result in players having to leave teams to go hunt actual cash from the richest owners in the NFL, AJ? I mean, it could. If a guy like Joe Burrow wanted to, he could be a guy that does that, right? The Bengals, we know there's no chance they have $200 million to sit in escrow. That's The Bengals are their squad. That's their business. I don't know. Maybe they could find a way to get creative and hold that money, but I don't see it happening with a guy like Joe Burrow, but that's the kind of guy that could do it. But you have to play out your whole contract. Franchise tag twice. Yeah, franchise, franchise, bet on yourself, bet on yourself, and then go hit the free market, which – yeah, you know, it's tough to do. It is very tough to do when it comes to health, when it comes to betting on the future of the team. How will you play? And can you turn down $100 million guaranteed, knowing that if you play for a couple more years on a franchise tag, there's a chance you get 300 350 guaranteed yeah. somewhere. That's a massive decision. If Joey Burrow is looking around and he has changed his style of play, right? He has changed his style of play over the first couple years of his career. Let's assume he's going to continue to not want to get killed every game. And they're stacking up the offensive line. Joey sees Tom playing Mm -hmm. until he's 40-whatever, sees Aaron playing until whatever, sees all these guys playing a long, long time. It's like Joe Burrow is able to break down defenses. The money's only going to go up. Do you bet on yourself and say a guaranteed contract of three fifty four million whenever he's up after two franchise tags, or do you do, hey, I'm Ohio kid, this has been Cincinnati. That's what the Bengals are going to hope for, right? That's what they're going to hope for in this whole thing. They got to be laying the groundwork for that already, don't you think? With Joe's agent and the Bengals, like, hey, yeah, I know we're not 
it's not right now today, but let's just let's just get creative and start thinking about what we're going to do with Joe when it is time for him to sign this deal. Yeah, and I don't think you're able to give up a percentage of the team due to their salary cap stuff. No, no and Joe. You know, sorry, go. Like the franchise tag, all of a sudden is becoming a lot more appealing too. Like that just adds to the franchise tag getting that. So much higher. Aaron's fifty. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Tyler forty six point one. Deshaun forty six. Yeah. What are the yeah. next two? Stafford probably. Yeah. yeah. Or Josh. Josh Allen. Allen. Mahomes this year isn't he? Like this is like the first year of that contract where he's actually getting a lot of money. The franchise tag is not top five of worth. It's top five of salary. Yeah. yeah. Salary, I think. It's not annual worth. I think it's actual salary. That's why the bonuses are not involved in the franchise tag. So this might actually fuck the franchise tag. Making it lower? Yeah, Deshaun Watson is making $1 million this year. Yeah. Uh, Kyler okay. Murray is about to make $1 million this year. Might actually fuck the cap. Fr- cap hit for this year. Tannehill's 38. Mahomes is 35. Cousins is 31. Goff is 31. Something else just fell in a flooded city of uh, A.J. Hawk sitting there off his desk probably. It is a nightmare. And that thing he drinks every day, ass. Yeah. Really? You hear me? Tastes like inside. It is ass, that thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. It? Okay. Isn't why did it? you ask me? Then why did you come back to it like seven times? Three times, and it's because I was way too high, and I was trying to get a little energy, and I was told that that, and every time I took a sip out of it, I just assumed he didn't dilute it enough. Ah. Like, oh, he just put too much powder in this thing, maybe. Yeah, normally I have ice. Normally there's ice and everything, but out there, you know, we're, we're just winging it. I'm very impressed that you care about your body enough to drink that all day, every day, though. That thing does no, not no. taste good at I all. I drink because it tastes good. <laughs> You I like because I, I told you when I was out there I need like a change. That was a different. It tasted different out there, but uh, it's a change oh, okay, up. Especially when you're when you're smoking cigars, you need something every once in a while, a little sweet every once in a while to mix it up. Oh, okay, I got it. So maybe I need to just beat down my mouth a little bit with some cigar taste, and then I would want that. I would imagine you know, you'd have yikes. a similar thing though with the the dope. No, the dope tastes like lemons. Like it's oh, okay. it's all that stuff. It's good. It's the good stuff. <laughs> Especially after <laughs> the altitude. Oh yeah. <laughs> Delicious. It was awesome. Anyway, so it's the top five salaries of the position that you're in average, and then that becomes the franchise tag. So it's still a lot of fucking money. Let's not get crazy. And then it bumps up, what, 20% or 25% for year two, I think? Okay, so if, yeah. it's, a- so if it's salary, average salary, Aaron's at 50, Kyler's 46, Deshaun 46. Mom's no, that's 45. average. That's not salary, right? It says average salary. Really? Aaron's getting $50 million as a contract this year? Salary contract? Average salary. That's a salary cap hit? Is $50 million? No, 28 Yeah, is a salary cap hit. Yeah, I, I think that involves the signing bonus. That's just the average of the entirety of the thing. I think. I might be wrong. Spotrack might have already updated the franchise tags if that, if that deal affects yeah. it at all, too. I got franchise tagged. I was not necessarily pumped about it, but I'm getting millionaire, so fucking sign it. Here we go. Give me that thing. Well. Right there. No bonus. What's that, pal? Guaranteed money. Yeah, it's guaranteed cash. I was young. I was dumb. But it... It leaves out all the bonus money that people signed for. It's just strictly off salary. I think unless they change it since I got franchise tagged. So like people, kickers will sign with like signing bonuses and like a guaranteed money. It's like, yeah, well, the signing bonus doesn't matter. He's actually making $1.5 million this year. It's like, what the fuck? No, he's making six. What the yeah. fuck? He's, I'm better than that guy. I'm fucking better than that guy. What are we talking about? I'm not doing it. Hey, you are. It is guaranteed money. All right, fuck it. You're right. Where's the pen? I'm going to Canada to celebrate with Nick. Um, that was a great time. Let's talk about some more news. Kyle Rudolph has signed a one-year deal with the Buccaneers, a Minnesota legend. He was at SmackDown in Minnesota. There was a Rudolph chant. Ooh. 
from nice. the crowd. Uh, obviously, he played great for the Vikings for a long time. I don't know if he's from Minnesota originally. I'm not sure. Went to the Giants. Didn't work out. Now he's with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who lost Rob Gronkowski. I think they still have Cam Brait, mm -hmm. and they have all their weapons. Tom Brady reloading. Is this his final season? And are you happy for old Rudolph down there in Tampa Bay? Well, you would think it's Tom's last season, but... I, I mean, I, probably not. I don't know. Depend whether he wins or he finds a way to get close and not win at all. I still could see Tom coming back if he stays healthy. But Rudolph, what a good signing! I did. That's, I'm learning of this for the first time. I think it's awesome. First off, I like. I'm a fan of Rudolph and how he plays. Us as well. A giant freak athlete, though. For people that don't know, I've never seen this guy or played against him. I played against him. Like, what is he? Six six, maybe. Big guy, great tats, super jacked, super smart, very athletic, great feet, great hand. Yeah. Perfect signing for Tim, but why not? I mean, I I love it for him. I hope he can go there and get a rig. And I, I'm not – he'll be splitting reps, right? So that's probably yeah. even better for him at, at this stage of career, yeah. enjoy himself. And if he gets a ring, let's fucking go, Rudolph. Yeah, they still got Cameron Braid, who kind of is more so the receiving tight end, you assume now, with yeah. Kyle Rudolph kind of being like a road grader because he's unbelievable in the run game too. I think – so, Yeah, Rudolph, yeah. Well, they'll use him mm – -hmm. they're going to try to run Gronk, right? They're going to try yeah, to figure exactly. out – Not that Rudolph could be Gronk. I'm not saying that. That'd be rude to both parties i think but that that makes me believe that gronk is done though see i was just gonna say like that doesn't necessarily mean yeah. the door's closed on that do you think it is like i mean just because they get him right now who's to say that week, week 13 10. or whatever yeah they're not just like yeah fuck it let's bring gronk back too how about everybody around gronk saying he's coming back by the way what's that all about they hey. don't What's that all about, you think? What if Gronk went to Green Bay? How oh. sweet would that be? Oh, oh, if he came to Indianapolis, how fucking awesome would that be? Yeah, I could see him going to Buffalo before any of those places. Uh, no, Buffalo kicked him out. Remember, he had to be a graduate from a Western Pennsylvania high school. That's right. So, so Buffalo family. said, we don't even want you here. Go to Pittsburgh, pal. And he did. So why not? You know, why not Why not never go to Buffalo? Hey, I agree. God, could you imagine him going to Buffalo? Josh, Josh Allen gets a hit. Oh, my. Dawson Knox. Yeah, him and Knoxy. And O.J. Howard now. He said Tom Brady's his quarterback in one interview, and then he said, who's another guy? Maybe that Joe Burrow guy. Yeah. I like that Joe Burrow guy they in Cincinnati. That yeah, that, yeah. But I think Josh Allen is somebody he would also say, the whole family up there in Buffalo saying, come on, Gronk, come on, help us out. Bill's Mafia. Oh, they would lose their <laughs> Shit! If Rob Gronkowski was a Buffalo Bill, yeah, and he plays well in the cold, even though he might not want to anymore. Sure. But I think we should take Gronk at his word. He doesn't want to play anymore. You know, like that's and, how, well. Know. Also, the, my biggest thing with Gronk going back to Buffalo, Gronk would finally see a player pick up one of the buildos and spike it after he scores a touchdown. That'd be Gronk awesome. would acknowledge the buildo out there. Definitely, he'd punt. He'd probably punt a few back and then he'd spike one. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he has two of them. Mm -hmm. And he just like yeah. he's like yeah, throwing them like grenades, yeah. you know what I mean? like, <laughs> throwing them back. Hey. Why, why is he shaking them so hard? Well, because well, he's not so meaning long. to. Yeah, they yeah. they are shaking his arm because although he, it's like a bow flex, exactly. Yeah. Some of those buildos are like a bow flex. You know the one Randy Johnson trained with when he took the bird's head off. Yep. Those things come <laughs> down there, and it's like you never know where the armadillo is headed, and it's like bam, 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 bam. and Gronk's like, get this out of here. I gotta block somebody, and then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy the COVID buildo is no longer a worry yeah, of God. any of ours. Let's have a moment of silence for the for the time in which we had to worry about what do you COVID. Mean Joe Biden got COVID is not a thing. I don't think he got it from a not from getting not, hit in the face with a buildo. Yeah, Hopefully, I don't think it was from like touchdown. How many documented? How many documented cases came from a buildo to the face? Too yeah. many. Well, we were just the ones. We were really the only ones looking out for it, mm -hmm. thinking that it could be a problem, because if the buildo. 
Remember at one point it was on cardboard boxes. Yep. Like you couldn't look at each other. COVID you, would go. You. So we just assumed the next step was if a buildo gets shot into the field up there, yep. that is obviously called something stadium. New Bill's era. Mafia's New era. There's Mafia era home, New yeah. Era's field. That gets in there and a player accidentally grabs Bildo because they don't want to roll their ankle on balls part of it or the shaft part of it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they grab it and they, they don't wear gloves. They're old school. You know, maybe even yeah, with gloves, sure. you never know because people lick the, the yeah, gloves exactly. and spit their gloves. COVID could... A COVID-covered Bildo could have killed an NFL player. And we were Absolutely. really the only people that we're talking about it for mm-hmm. some time. Yeah. It feels like that is no longer something that needs to be chatted about. So I'd like to give us a fucking way to go. Yeah. I'd like to give us an attaboy for looking yeah. out for things that nobody else is looking out for. Just like through the entire COVID thing. And obviously we're called a lot of the names by people that don't necessarily enjoy the show. We're the only ones that every time somebody got COVID, we said, we hope they survive. Yeah. And when are they going to be back? Everybody else was like, breaking news, out for 12 days. Uh, this player can't play next game. And it's like, well, do you care if they survive or is this just becoming like a protocol tweet on this? It feels like you're thinking that there's no chance of death or no mm. chance of something terrible happening. What, are you minimalized? Wait. Wow. What are you doing to COVID all of a sudden? We never did that, AJ, did we? From the, from the jump. I, that's what I, I give you a lot of credit for that because it's true. Everyone else reported it as like a – a football or a sports thing, like an injury. Oh, he's got upper body. He's going to be out 12 days. Like, no, like COVID is about COVID, not about how long the person's going to be out of the game. Hey, the reason why not playing is because there's a chance it could spread, kill somebody. Yeah. How come we're not even talking about that? And, you know, we got desensitized to it all. And when we look back on it, I think we'll have a much greater respect for how we covered it all. I think so. You know what I mean? I yeah, so. Do we have a pretty healthy respect for how we covered it right now, but even more so? you know, five years from now. And I like the way you used healthy there because I feel like with the social distancing that we did and we dove through the numbers more than anybody else. We did. Fucking good for us. How did we not win an Emmy, especially after watching some award show with the way we covered this? Yeah, awards, Go ahead, Tom. Uh, I was thinking since you said, could this be Tom's last year? Okay. There's been a there's a guy out there who's available for trade who's been Tom's backup before who would provide some insurance this year in case Tom gets hurt and then provide for the future. Blaine Gabbert is a dog. Bruce, okay. that sure. whole crew loves sure. Blaine Gabbert. But maybe Jimmy G to Tampa Bay is what Diggs wants to pivot into a conversation for because the San Francisco 49ers and Jimmy G's representation have formally reannounced a situation that we thought has been happening for some time that maybe just cooled off. He can seek a trade partner we started putting up some fairy tale trades that could take place what if the giants traded for jimmy g and traded daniel jones over to the niners there'd be no issue with the locker room expecting daniel jones to start over trey lance you have a good backup that isn't anywhere near as expensive as jimmy g and you got trey lance the locker room and the team maybe the panthers they'll spend 45 million dollars in quarterback contracts maybe jimmy g could be the guy for him there's a lot of different t- cleveland browns mm-hmm. maybe they make a play but all signs and roads lead to them having to cut Jimmy G. I don't know how they have any leverage other than people thinking that they want to get him before the Seattle Seahawks steal Jimmy G. But maybe Tampa Bay is a place that if he does get released, they kind of get in the ball game and say, hey, this is what we got. We'd like to have you here because our future is in doubt. That Jimmy G situation is very fascinating, and I wanted to ask Orlovsky's thoughts on it. What do you think happens, AJ? Because I don't think the Niners have any leverage at this point at all, especially since they've come out and said, like, hey, Trey Lance is the guy. 
So, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know what the leverage is there, AJ. I don't think they have much. I don't think they're going to be able to trade him. Like, how – I don't know what you do with as far as his health and his arm and everything and then figuring out – that's why I think Seattle is, an op- is, is a possibility, isn't it? Because he gets cut, Seattle can pick him up. They obviously won't trade him, Seattle, in the division. But the Tampa Bay thing, if Jimmy has options, though, let's say he could possibly go to Seattle, he could go to Tampa Bay – he would have – I don't know. Don't you think he wants to play right away? I don't. I doubt Jimmy would choose to sit a year, but he would have to know that – have a really good feeling that Tom may be gone after a year if he does go to Tampa. Jimmy could only be a backup quarterback, by the way, to what, like Tom, yep. Aaron, mm-hmm. you know? Jameis. Yeah. Jameis. The Saints, you think the Saints are going to get in the game for Jimmy G? No, they already have too many quarterbacks, don't they? Do you agree with my take about the Niners not being able to bring Jimmy G back now? Because of yeah. the way everything has gone, because team building basically, like the guys have to know who the guy is. And if Trey Lance has a bad first quarter of the season, how do you stop the players in a locker room who know, like, just from going, hey, I don't know how many years I got left. This guy's not doing it. We got a guy in the building that we're fucking paying that's here every single day that everybody likes. Put him in there. I, I think that's a real thing. AJ, I, I believe it's a real thing. I might be wrong, though. You're, I think you're 100% right. And it's also a real thing with the coaching staff. You know, coaches have their choices too, and what they who they want in the game. So I guarantee you, like D coordinator, D defensive coaches, like they see whoever's in there and Trey, like they they lose a couple games, they see a couple of three and outs, and they're looking over their guys, they're like they don't say anything, like oh, I wonder what that, what Jimmy's doing back there. Okay, here we are. How come we can't put? And this goes. This happened at the Colts, not at the quarterback uh, position, which is obviously the most important position on a team, but at running back, we had Boom Heron. Oh yeah. Fucking loved Boom. Loved him. We had, uh, I forget who else, we had uh, another running back that I'm forgetting. Boom's such a fun, positive dude, too, man. I like Boom a lot. I fucking love Boom. Still love Boom. Hard head. Very hard head, too. We traded for Trent Richardson. We traded for Trent Richardson. That was crazy. That whole situation was nuts. I'd say, first rounder, (laughs) we traded for him. Our team was good, too. And Boom Boom was moving, like, Boom was he's normal special teams and like mo- making great plays for our offense. Trade for Trent Richardson and one overall, so we all kind of understand what that means. Boom understood what that meant, but then like four, five, six, seven games go by, and there isn't much like happening because he's getting dropped into a new playbook, whatever the reasoning is. And everybody in the, like, what the fuck? Can we not just go back to this guy? I understand he didn't draft him high or give up. Like that happens. That happens at every position. It happening at the quarterback position would divide an entire squad, I think. It would divide an entire team. And I know John Lynch knows that too, right? Mm -hmm. And Shanahan, they know that. They know that. But also, I guess, if we do see Jimmy G go back there for some reason, they're the only ones that have been there every day, and they know that those guys have the personalities to possibly handle it too. True. That's going to be tough, though, for a human. Just any human in the building. Equipment manager, athletic trainer, you know, chef. Like, uh, There's no way, just like a little, all it would take is what one sly, like, hey, you should be in there, and then Jimmy just yep. saying, yeah, I should, in <laughs> front of somebody that is like a tray guy, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, you yeah. got a little, you got like uh, sparks, boom, there it is, right? Just easy as that, it just happens because everybody has egos, everybody has feelings, and Jimmy G is the consummate professional, it has felt like through this whole mm-hmm. process. Trey Lance yeah. has been able to, it's handled it perfectly, and maybe after everything we've heard, maybe we're wrong. Maybe Lynch and Shannon will come out and say, actually, we're going to give Jimmy G another year. Trey Lance will have another year of learning behind Jimmy G, and they're off and running. I don't think they'll be able to just switch. 
hey, Trey Lance is now the starter. Jimmy G is getting paid more, uh, has much longer, better resume, is going to be sitting behind him in a locker room that he has already had to win over as a starter in the past. I just don't know how you pull it off. I, and I'm maybe I'm too mentally weak and too dumb to figure Can it out. Can Jimmy go back to the Niners at this point? <laughs> like in his mind, you think? Yeah, because, you know, they've already pretty much said, we're done with you. Yeah. Players, I doubt he wants to. Like Kittle has come out, and Kittle's a huge Jimmy G guy. But Kittle has come out and said, like, one, he has shades of you know Josh Allen and stuff. But two, also, the only way you can find out is if he actually plays a goddamn game. Like it's a it's a fascinating situation with twenty four point two million dollars out there. I mean, he's yeah. Jimmy wants to start. Hopefully, his arm is okay. But who is Trey Lance's backup if Jimmy's not there? Well, that's why the uh, Nate Sudfeld. That's why which he did get. Okay. That's right. Sidefall can sling the rock. He can. And I assume Shanahan doesn't give a fuck. Hey, if we get a backup in, guess what we're doing? You see what we did with Jimmy G in one of the playoff games? Remember? uh, Threw the ball six fucking uh, times. Yeah. They had old uh, Beat Hard, right? That came in there and was dominant. He's in Jacksonville. Bethard. Fucking Bethard. CJ, CJ Yeah. 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 He's in Jacksonville. Nick Balls is down there, too, I think. What if Jack, What if this is the stage of his career, though, where he's going back to being a backup again, even though he's led the team deep into the playoffs? Probably last year. Yeah, that's the thing. It's NFC like, Championship last year, Super Bowl, what, two, three years ago? Two. NFC Championship a couple years ago, too? Yeah. <gasps> it doesn't make any sense for him to be like, yeah, you know what, just went to the NFC Championship. I want to be a backup. Now. So they just had to reannounce the sale that's going on. Hey, by the way, still able to yeah. negotiate a trade if anybody's out there. We thought maybe Houston, but Dougie Mills, they're going to give him an opportunity with how well he performed. The Saints. Does he want to go to Houston? Is it If they trade, is it his choice? No, it's not. Yeah, he can't really do much about it, but I, they've said they want to take care of him, though. They want to do right by him. Right, because Casario was up in New England. Mm-hmm. Casario was a part of drafting Jimmy. Maybe Casario's like, uh, if we can get... Jimmy G, we will do that. But then that kind of goes against all their t- conversations about Dougie Davis Mills, who mm-hmm. impressed everybody, right? I mean, Davis yeah. Mills impressed fucking everybody. You're cutting away from your guy potentially becoming a guy by taking Jimmy G and putting him in there because Jimmy is a made man at this point. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker's a made man. He comes into a building, he's going to start. And that's why the Niners, Trey Lance, Jimmy situation is so confusing and why all roads lead to them just cutting him. Yeah. All, all roads seem to lead to that. Right? If it was a trade, I honestly, I, the, I think someone said the Saints earlier, but the Saints are, are, would make sense too just because they cleared all that cap space, so they have it because they almost they were in the running for Deshaun Watson. And then if they run into a situation like last year that just happened where they had a great start with Jameis Winston, he gets hurt and their whole season goes to shit. Andy Dalton's there. Andy Dalton's there? Yeah. Jeez, they got those new uniforms too. They got the yeah. Florida Lee on yeah, the right. on the, the deep V, the Florida Lee. Black helmets. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Down there in the bayou. Drew Brees starting a pickleball league. That's right. Uh-oh. Yeah, Drew Brees maybe he made an investment into a professional pickleball uh program. Is he commentating for I just it too? Some pickleball rackets are pretty pumped. This is a new Pickleball's stage fun. of life here. Pickleball stage is a new stage of life. You got It's like a country club stage, but more athletic. Where we, where we went on vacation, there was like six courts, and it looked fucking awesome, and they're also putting six courts in a park right by my house. I said, I'm a fucking pickleball. And you don't have to run much, I don't no, think. No, no, no. You're standing on... They it's like ping tennis. pong, kind of tennis. kind mm-hmm. of. It's small tennis, which is nice. Ping pong. No, no, no. Like, Bigger you're, than but ping you're standing on the court. You're not. You're standing on the table. Yeah, it's not on the table. So you got to move much. You don't have to move much, right? It's just not that much. A lot of old it feels whites. Feels like it's yeah. the size of a uh, cock shuttle uh, court. Okay. Badminton. What? Shuttlecock. Shuttlecock. He's talking. A cock badminton. shuttle, though. I <laughs> couldn't even imagine what went through your brain when he said that. You saw a train of cocks just coming by. <laughs> What's a cock shuttle? 
Well, that's I in your head. I assume you're yeah. imagining one right now because he said uh, shuttlecock backwards. But did you just in your head have 45 penises standing on a train that was just kind of <laughs> door was opening and going back and forth? Is that what or was it a bus? Did they hop on a bus like uh, a shuttle to get from one? What, what did you think immediately upon hearing cock shuttle? Because he corrected himself and you still went, what was that? <laughs> because I think your brain was still piecing together the train of penises that was going through from one ear to the other. Well, I mean, at first, no, I did not have this in my brain of all the, the train of penises going from left to right. But as you, you know, when you lay it out like that, then you absolutely paint the picture in my mind. All right, let me get on the cock shuttle. Did go down, talk some dick. Uh, so it is a very, I didn't know it was this small. I thought you could hit it off walls and stuff. That's uh, paddle ball. Squash. Racket ball. Racket ball. Yeah. Oh. Ball <laughs> called paddle. There's a game just like that called paddle. I thought it was the same thing. I've never played pickleball. I played that paddle ball game once. With oh, yeah, it's very small. It's a, paddle it's ball is tennis court, but fenced in, right? No, small, paddle ball small court is fence. just uh, it's just the oh, you're talking. Sorry, I was, I was talking about racquetball. I don't know what paddle ball is. Yeah, paddle. I thought pickleball was paddle ball. I think in my head, I thought they were the same thing. And then I, there's paddle paddle ball. I played once. I assumed it was the same. There was like a hard rubber ball. You played it at in the winter outdoors. There's Chain chain walls and everything. You hit it off the wall and all that. Can you put that picture back up? So they're using tennis racket looking things mixed with ping pong paddles. It's like yes. a wiffle ball kind of. Too. And that's a tennis ball? Yeah, what is it? It's, it's like, like a wiffle ball yeah, kind it's like of a thing. Wiffle ball. Yeah, a little heavier than a wiffle ball. Yeah. Like a so can ball. you just blast that guy right in front of you with oh, that thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You want to be up yeah. at the net volleying when you're playing pickleball. Just... Is there a bounce? No bounce. Yeah. One yeah. bounce, is it? I mean, there's not a lot of bouncing happening. But... What are the yeah, lines? Oh, so it's like volleyball back and forth, over, up? It's on. It's no. above ground. It doesn't bounce. Very I mean, high. there was just a fucking awesome flash deal on Amazon. For, you can put nice spin on that it. I too. fucking took advantage of while I was watching these people play. And where do you serve? You serve from the back there, the back line. Yeah, yeah. I believe you serve from like where you would on like a tennis court. Like and you have to go cross court. Uh, yeah. It looks like that light blue is a non-volley zone. Pop the picture up. Yeah, so you can't play the net right up there, but you can still. Oh, so you can't step in that little. Oh, really? That's what it looks like right So in volleyball, that would be like the 10 foot line, which is where you're trying to uh, fucking go. You're trying to go early there. That, that'd be drop shot city then. I'm taking that thing straight cross court, short side, right there, right now. Is that the that's mm -hmm. the strategy? Yeah, that's the nuts right there. You yep. do that that shot right there. Yeah. That would be the. It looks like that's the shot that was being tried over here that she's returning as well. Just not enough little sides. But you yeah. said you yeah. could spin video that? of it. You said you could you could put a spin on that thing. Like a that's what I've when I've seen people play. They spin the hell out of that ball. I know I would. Thought you wanted. Just like in ping pong, you know, you spin shot. it just like a ping pong ball. Pickle ball. That's what Drew Brees is fucking owning. This league yeah. right here. That team. So is off the serve, it has to bounce. Is it a full tennis court or is there pickleball courts? There's, There's pickleball, pickleball courts. courts. Yeah. So where are those at? They they were when I was on vacation. There were some, and they're building some in the park right next to my house. Is this like a field hockey lacrosse thing? Like, I don't, this is getting very popular right now. Like yeah. very Shoot. very popular. Could put it at the Thunderdome. Oh. Do we, sure. just, we just put it within the court, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, you could do that. Yeah, I was just, even thinking. Hey, I did that, Pat. I um. I am currently right now building a sport court in my house, a full sport court deal with a Jordan logo in the front, and I have it lined for pickleball, but I've yeah. never played. But I was like, I feel like I'll eventually want to play, so I okay. got it lined. Nice. Outside? Nice. Outdoors. I think like our knees, pickleball is a good sport for us. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, my oldest yeah. brother plays a lot, and he loves – he's obsessed. I've never played, but I think it's something that I could excel at. All right, we're going to get into pickleball just like Drew Brees. Let's, Let's get to a break. 34 <laughs> minutes in hour three. Uh, is that Ryan who plays pickleball? No, my oldest brother, Burke. Ryan, middle brother? Yeah. Your youngest? Yep. Ryan beat the fuck out of Lake Tahoe. It was nuts. <laughs> it was vicious. <laughs> Every morning. Yeah. He won fucking 12 rounds of Tahoe. And he won. Yeah. I mean, the inside of his arms are bleeding after he went swimming. People were talking about Tahoe being low. You know why? Because Ryan Hawk yeah. was fucking splashing water <laughs> out of the lake. Everywhere. As he was beating the shit out of that mm-hmm. thing. What a legend. He's a good guy, dude. Good dude. Hey, I agree. I appreciate it. He, yeah, he and my older brother. I was the youngest of three. So, yeah, I chased them around my whole life. It doesn't kill or be killed. Or just be killed. Usually. Until you get a little bit bigger and Well my now my oldest brother I still would never mess with him, but yeah. Since your skull has become thicker than everybody else yeah. in o- his hands are like bear paws and he's just quiet, doesn't care, and his one punch when he punches me in the arm, it like knocks me back twelve feet. He doesn't even <laughs> Hey, how about when Vrabes hey, how about Vrabes? <laughs> how about Vrabes trying me on that? Hey, that was an awesome moment. We should tell this story here before we get to a break. So in the tent after the rounds at the American Century Championship, you know, I'm lumbering around because my feet hurt so bad, grabbing some food, trying to figure out when we're leaving, how we're leaving, where everybody's going. There are some women and men on the driving range after the round next to the tent while I hitting more shots, trying to get better for tomorrow. It's like, how? What are you doing? I don't know how you're doing. So it ended up with me standing a lot near like where the water was and where the coffee was because I just wanted to see other people make decisions and then I'll go. If we're going to sit down, I'm going that way. It's a pretty far walk. If we're going to leave, I'm going that way. It's a pretty far walk. So this was a pretty good spot for me just to kind of hang. And there's a lot of people coming and talking to me. It was nice. Vrabes comes flying in. His head and neck are just straight up. Straight up fucking straight i've never it is fucking hilarious it's out of a movie what would an ohio meathead look like well you definitely just put his head and neck on top of his shoulders and it would just be like a fucking bucket <laughs> is up there yeah that's vrabes has a bucket on the top of his head he comes flying in afterwards and uh he just got done golfing looks like by the way just fucking yoked uh, absolutely stacked May or may not had a dip in, so that adds a little extra hilarious, you know, kind of feel when he comes up. First time chatting with him, I think, in real life ever, maybe. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, maybe games. No, he's never coached when I was there. No. But first time maybe ever, I think I ever talked to him. Great conversation. Talked about golf a little bit, moved on. Asked me where I was from. I said Pittsburgh. I took a direct shot at Ohio. You know, I I, I, mean, I said, are you like this Ohio fuck? And I asked a question, you know, and I saw like maybe his ears perk up a little bit about me burying Ohio. He found out I was from Pittsburgh. So we're just talking, having a convo. And then out of nowhere, I see this fucking, if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly, bear paw fucking come from his like pocket to check me on like check me on the shoulder and i'm obviously at a altitude that is higher than everybody else but since the (laughs) oculus game i saw said left bear paw coming in in the moment it was like time was standing still i'm like oh he's trying me right now this guy is 
this is going to be a thing. So I flex and lean in, and he <laughs> wrapped his fucking arm from tit to shoulder blade. <laughs> I wrapped his hand around my thing, and he tried to see, like... Like if I was just gonna get bodied by him, stuck in there, you know, stuck in there, didn't budge. Uh, maybe a little bit of a rock. Uh, you okay? You know, like a full one of those. And then this conversation continued. I'm like, oh, my, he would have, he would have judged me forever for what happened right oh, there. Yeah. If I fucking fool, yeah. fall, if I fool fall down there, I don't think we're ever getting Braves on this show ever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I felt that in the moment. Might have been wrong, might have been right. You were there, right, for that. He fucking took that thing. It was like he was getting off a, like a block. He was trying to shed a block. And I think it's, <laughs> we were talking about him fighting at practice and everything. And then he was like, this motherfucker's really good. It, it felt like he was like, like that was my audition yeah, for whether or not Braves is ever going to talk contact. to me. The most Ohio thing of all time was I was I reading the situation right or not? I feel like I passed the test there. I think he definitely would have passed. I don't think he looked at it as like a test. I think it's just kind of what he does. And you you also did your you got in your stance as a left tackle and showed his son, who's like going to be a rookie for the Atlanta Falcons, your kick slide multiple times. Well, nice. I let him know, like, hey, listen. I've been around the block a little bit. I know your dad's in the league, yeah. you know, offense and defense side of the ball. He's a coach and he's a technician and everything. If you ever need any tips, fucking, hey, you see that fucking kick? I, I got you. <laughs> I got you if you need it. Uh, and then I think Vrabes told me, you know, pause coming right to your sternum right there. And then uh, just like what Cam Hayward did to me. Yeah. Just walk me right into a brick wall. <laughs> uh, Aiden Hutchinson, I got <laughs> You get Aiden. He picked up 15, 20 yards on Aiden Hutchinson. He, went, he ran yeah, around he the hood. washed him down. Uh -huh. Luda, he know we were fucking coming right inside there, pal. I don't know what to tell you, Aiden. Sorry about it. You'll learn the league someday. <laughs> You'll learn the league someday. My kick, my kick slide. I had broken feet, too. I'd walk oh, yeah. 36 yeah. holes. Sore. I think you have a great kick slide. Thank you. I get made fun of by every offensive <laughs> lineman I do in front of him. 54 hey, holes, How about Brave's son, though? So three days in. His rape son's a big fucking guy. He's like six six, whatever. Big Jesus. old old lineman played at Boston College, and I know you, you're just staring at him. You know how you stare at people and look at Braves like in they in all of them and like is this, is he from Ohio. He, he he grew up in Ohio and Braves instantly born and bred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he went to Boston College in my. Oh, yeah. Was he at New England? You know. Where's this guy born and raised? I'd like to just before I speak to this guy, I would like to know exactly who I'm talking to. Is this an Ohio guy? Born and raised. Okay. So this guy's a dog. Why didn't you, <laughs> why didn't you sign him? You know what I mean? Hey, hey, Vrabes, what yeah, happened? Yeah. Artie got him instead. He's a big fucking guy, Jesus. though. Jesus. Big guy. And he's an Ohio guy. I assume he's going to have a 15-year career. I just mm -hmm. assume that. Probably. Yeah, it's crazy seeing him there. I used to work out with Braves when his kids were like my kid's age. So that's how I remember them. And then I see him now. But geez, you're not only a grown adult, you're going to the NFL. I don't want to say it, but people were saying it. So I'll say it. This is just from sources, not from my direct eyes. Sure. There was a chance at some point at the American Century Championship, Vrabes had a dip in, was smoking a cigarette, and hit a vape. Yeah. From what I, there was a chance. <laughs> that, that's what people were saying. <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't see it myself. Yes. But I'm just telling you what the stories that were lingering to our group had made it. Yeah. This guy had a dip in with a cig, and then for some reason, after a shot, pulled a vape out of his pocket mm -hmm. and hit him like almost at the same time. Mm -hmm. and said, this guy is awesome. Yeah. This is football guy through and through. MCDC kind of took his thunder on being like, the, yeah. hey, you know, Vrabe's a good fucking coach. Mm -hmm. Coach of the year. This guy's the NFL coach of the yeah. fucking year. Allegedly, after each round, he would throw out an empty pack of Marlboro Light cigarettes that were bundled up that were his fresh pack at the beginning of the round. But again, can't. 
Confirmed. Oh, see, I heard that that was fresh pack at the back nine. Ah, okay. <laughs> the stores are just getting around. Yeah, stores are getting around. Fred's going to have to clear the air at some point. But exactly. I, will, I would like to let other show hosts know that, you know, I don't know if you're going to pass the, the, I don't know if you're going to pass the big mitt. Is this guy a bitch or not? Test that Braves <laughs> certainly delivered to me. And uh, his pause. Yeah. Good luck, Greeny. Mike Greenberg. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rabes. Go ahead. No, Ian Rappaport. What if he did that to Ian? Well, well, he almost did, right? At yeah, that one yeah, practice. Yeah. Get him off the fucking oh, field. Yeah. Isn't that what he said? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gave him a noogie. Vacation, like, you guys miserable down there? Or is there some good times? Everything you described, flood, poop on a boat. Mm-hmm. Things falling around. around. Do you think this doesn't happen at home? I mean, it's all the same stuff that happens at home. It's just different spot. But yeah, it's fun. Oh, so you there, just man. pick it up and take it on the road. Hey, let's take the Hawk House on the road. Hell yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool. You know, anytime like, you could take the kids to some garbage, small thing four minutes away. If there's a pool there, that's the best vacation of their life. They don't care. So you chose Charleston? So why'd you go all the way to South Carolina? There's pool. Well, because there's other stuff yeah. to do, too. Like, I, hey, if it was my choice, I would. But, kid, there's a, we could just sneak into the Marriott a indoor money. pool and not pay any money. Whoa, whoa. Marriott's on the hot seat, okay? What'd We're, they do? Well, I believe they're taking money from a certain place. No! I, unless, unless it's a different spell in a Marriott. I got hotels all over the world. That, that, there was a lot of that conversation happening in my mentions, and obviously I directly called for it, I guess, with the high horse in segment. But. Mm-hmm. That thing is going to continue to go. Oh yeah. Florio now? said, "What if, what if Saudi Arabia wants to start another football league? The NFL be in trouble." It's like, I eh, just give a guy 160 million dollars guaranteed. There's guaranteed contracts. Seems like a little bit of a different situation than what was going on in the PGA, where they weren't paying anybody uh, any guaranteed money and they weren't paying for travel or anything. But hey, maybe if Saudi Arabia wants to bring over like 50 billion dollars and just start paying a bunch of guys to do a football league, I will not. By the way. Won't love it that it's happening in the NFL. Love football and how the golf peers are feeling it. But if a player gets a billion dollars to go play a kid's game, it's going to be hard for me to get mad at him. Mm-hmm. going to be hard for me to get yeah. mad at him, AJ Hawk. What if what if Saudi legit wants to start another basketball league or something? They could recruit some stars away. How about, what about college basketball? With NIL? Yeah, because yeah, if you have to be one year out, you got to go one year out of high school, right? They could. What if they create just their own little G League thing? They well, could create that. They could create, yes, that agent, because all those agencies were having those leagues, remember? Uh-huh. The WME, whatever, Florida League for kids that don't want to go to college, come here, get like $250,000 and a Nike deal, and then you go in the NBA draft afterwards. That was starting to happen, like mm-hmm. relatively yeah. quickly. There's like two to three of them. That would be a, right? I mean, yeah. that's something that seems gettable. If you're a league that isn't actually, you know, or a situation where, the players aren't benefiting from it. That is something that that pot could definitely go into and change the game completely. Yeah, overtime started a league, I believe, and it was like eight or ten teams, and every player got you know five hundred thousand or something up to that. And then the G League has already taken guys from college basketball. There was like four or five dudes drafted in this year's draft who were G League players. It's a, it just come out that um, these teams that they're forming, you know, Live Golf has the team sports mm-hmm. event. The uh, players are getting like 25% ownership of these teams as well. What do you mean? How? So they're going to create these teams. So Darius Butler, I think it was D-Butt, who was the source that broke the internet on this one. He said his sources from Liv are telling him that just like F1, 
This is a five-year plan for Liv where the teams will actually become meaningful in like the team contests happening at the same time as the individual contests with sponsors and team names and uh, merch and everything is the plan over the next five years for these golf teams to be created. It, that, that would mean there would be a draft, there would be a selection process, and the current players that are in Liv are scheduled to allegedly get 25% of each individual team that they start and they're the captains of. So if these teams can somehow become a profitable venture, you're talking about ownership in teams in, a, in golf if golf can ever become an actual team sport. That seems like quite an upside for a lot of guys as well, long-term, as opposed to just the short-term signing bonuses that they're getting as well. I don't know how you can blame any of these guys for taking these deals that are being offered to them, honestly. Have any have any of those guys we talked about yesterday? I think have any of them become official that they're going over? No, no. like Calm Chomp and no. Henrik Stenson. He's official, right? That's yeah. official. Yep. Yeah, but it is official. I know he's officially removed from the Ryder Cup. No, he's official. It's official. He's, he's over there. I didn't ask No this or Kolski. Gravy goes with the sleaze. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask him this, and it was a miss on my part. But he's saying, you know, these these guys are tearing apart the PGA or whatever. The PGA was the one that said, if you go play there, you can't play here, right? Yeah. Yeah, they banned him. When Greg Norman from the jump has said, this is a supplement to the PGA. I want you to be able to play both. And the PGA is like, no, absolutely not. Sure brought so. that up to court. I missed that. Yeah. The 3M Open started today. 3M? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What do they sell? A lot of fucking Saudi fucking money in 3M. Saudi shit. Whoa, 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 right. whoa, 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 whoa. Dead center on that graphic we pulled off the other day. Yeah, it was. I did. I do remember it sticking yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't think it was dead center. No, nah, it was lower left. left. Lower left. It was right it was by Marriott. Yeah. But right you know, you get it. Hey, how many movies that we have watched have some Saudi money in the backing of? Too many. Don't even. Fast and Furious film there. Don't. I mean, Disney. I Every Disney movie you've ever seen. Let's not bring it up. I haven't seen a Disney movie, so we're okay there. But That's other not ones, true. I'm saying. I love those people. That's publicly traded. That's in the stock market. What do you want these companies to do? They're not getting exact cash from it. It's stocks. It's an investment to see how we do in the future. It's like, oh, so they're not benefiting from that at all? Huh. So you're telling me these companies aren't benefiting? The people that are working at the company or the companies themselves aren't benefiting from a $1.1 billion investment into their <laughs> stock? You don't think there's bonuses that are taking place and access to things and run a fund of money and everything that's going on? You don't think... Oh, okay, you're right. And only those people are the ones that are allowed to take the money, right? Oh, that sounds pretty convenient because since beginning of time, it felt like those were the only people that had money. So you're going to bat for them. Oh, okay. Bah! Bah! You know, it's, it just, it never, I'm not doing it again. We, everybody knows where we're at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, everybody knows where we're at. Everybody knows where we're at. Let's get out of here. We got a feel-good Friday coming tomorrow. Big giveaway. Let's go. Here we go. Hey, how about this week back after vacation? Feels good. AJ's on another one, obviously, but mm-hmm. like, yeah. The week back off of vacations felt very good. Yes. Awesome. Training camp starts next week. Oh, wow. we are we are there. We made it. How many days? Forty nine days. Exactly seven weeks. It's pretty. S- no, we'll be in Thunderdome before then. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where's SmackDown tomorrow? Bean time. What? Oh. Why is it called that? Well, we know. <laughs> I watched that last night for the first time <laughs> since it happening live. 
I just watched it back. I've been doing that a little bit. Normally, I try not to watch anything from the show because I'm with me enough. I don't want to fucking hear any more of it. And it's like, in the moment, it felt like a good time. I don't want to go back and judge anything we got going on. Let's just look to the next show and keep it moving. These last few weeks, you know, I've gone back and looked at some clips, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Hey, I flicking bean. I mean... Just I had a little bit of a volley in my head. Like, oh man, should I let this one go? Is there actual reason behind it? Like I'm sure I, thought, yes, there I, is. I think we all thought we were getting an actual answer from you. That's mm-hmm. why whenever you come in, boom. Yeah, well, I was trying to think of an actual one and then I just, baked beans. Yeah, Boston baked beans. Of course. Just like we thought. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we'll be in uh, Boston baked flicking beans what? tomorrow night. <laughs> That's a haul, dude. That's a haul over there. Flying over there is a long way. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so then the following weekend, you have Nashville. Friday Night SmackDown. Atlanta. Saturday, other thing. What? Atlanta, Friday Night SmackDown, Nashville, Saturday, SummerSlam. Okay. All roads leave to Nashville, Tennessee. Hell yeah. Let's go. Brock Do you Lesnar. know when your match is? Huh? Do you have any idea when your match is in the night? No, and I don't even know how that's decided. Is at, Wrestle- night at WrestleMania, we were at a much different, like, a day before when we were supposed to go, I think, was different than what it ended up being. Unless I wasn't paying attention close enough, but I thought we were going at a much different time than what we ended up going. So, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm excited to walk out there, though. Hell yeah. yeah. It's yeah. going to be unbelievable. How are we doing, Nissan Stadium? It's going to be a long walk in that stadium. Yeah, it is. Goddamn right. It's going to be a nice stroll. Yeah, longer the better. Nice stroll. Kind of get myself ready, you know, tough. Fucking bring a guy down to size. Whoa. Hell yeah. Is Vray's going to be in your corner? Our YouTube comments are being attacked by suckbots right now because we're talking about flicking beans. Hell yeah. Hey, good to have you guys. No, it's not. It's not good to have you guys. Get out of here, guys. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get out. Just like you need to get out of my Instagram comments as well, you suckbots. Get out. Find a nice. Get over here. Partner, those suckbox chats. <laughs> What's that, pal? Probably find a nice partner in one of those suckbox chats. Whatever the case, don't click on any links they're sending. Because no. those suckbots are about to suck the life out of your bank account. Uh huh. Yeah. Careful. Stay away, Lambda. Lambda's not a suckbot. Yeah, like Blake is. Lambda's like a hugbot. Yeah, yeah. Lambda's got to re- get relief somehow. You think Lambda's just. Well, he's getting sucked off by the suckbots. Yeah. Army of suckbots. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Well, I can't. I shouldn't put uh, gender on Lambda. That's on me. You did gender assign. That was, that was crazy, Sorry, Tony. Uh, they, them, uh, probably getting sucked off by suckbots. <laughs> do you think Lambda, the, all these suckbots, do you think Lambda is potentially a cult leader? And all these yes. suckbots are just in the... Mm-hmm. Now we're talking. The all roads, just all like right. the Nexium, lead back to getting mm-hmm. both... Uh, um, what's that? They do the cows? Branded, uh, brands. Yeah. Branded and mm-hmm. fucked by Lambda. You think Lambda's running all the suck bots? Lambda possible. Koresh? Wow. It's got a ring to it. <laughs> There's women in suck bots. The Lambdavidians? <laughs> yeah. Boom. Boom. Ooh. Boom. Holy shit. All right, let's get out of here. This show sucks. <laughs> See you guys tomorrow. Thank you all so much. You are the best. Great work back there, Mitt. Hey, good, good job, boys. Good work, Zito. Hey, baby, Nick. Hey, there we go. There you go, boys. There you go, boys. Hey, hammer downs in 15 minutes. That baby, AJ. Hey, hey. AJ. All right, see you all tomorrow. Goodbye. You're great people. See you. Thank you.